0: talk about family we got. Everything I you by my side. now you with for Hello and welcome to Too Fast Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 35, Too Fast, Too Furious, Lap 4. Two and Two makes four. I'm Joey Lewandowski.
1: I'm Joe 2, and this episode's brought to you by Miami Five Star, the number one Miami yacht rental service. <laughs> Whether you're looking for a 48-foot Sea Ray Sport all the way up to a 116-foot Azimut Flybridge, they have them all. Miami Five Star is the leading yacht rental and yacht charter provider of Miami, South Beach, and all your favorite Miami yacht destinations, including the Bahamas, too.
0: Now, do they offer any yachts that have room for cars on them?
1: You know, depending on how you park it or jump it. Um seems like there's a lot of car space on these yachts. They're pretty big.
0: I don't want a yacht shame because Carter Verone is able to afford a yacht and I cannot afford a yacht. If I could afford a yacht, I don't know that I would have one because I don't. Maybe who knows? Anyway, his yacht doesn't seem that big, and he's got room for a car on there, so I think maybe
1: it's pretty. Miami big. five
0: star. Any 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 yacht can have one.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Joe,
0: you know, this is the first time that we've known how Brian got from California to Miami. Doesn't that doesn't that add a new level of <laughs> a new layer to this movie? <laughs> Not really. Oh yeah, no. Okay, cool. I thought so. Did you? Do you think it does? No, he did even know that I mean, he was like. Oh, I know where he got that car, and that, yeah, and that then he doesn't it.
1: use the car for the rest of the movie. Essentially, yep, yep, exactly. That'll
0: do it. Joining us a little bit later, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. We're going to find out later. Chris Malika, uh, he will be here later after the break to talk about this movie. But before we get there, Joe, let us first go to extracurricular activity. Oh, that's
1: right. Yes. Okay. Cool.
0: I like that we do the show at least every two weeks, and you forget almost all of our segments every time or you're the best actor in terms of being excited for the things that we always do
1: i promise that i'm not a very good actor and i my my mom always would say that like my face cannot tell a lie type situation Mm. (laughs) like Mm. like i'm really bad at being fake surprised so uh no i genuinely forget every segment that we do over and over again so yeah extracurricular activities
0: so what have you been up to since the last time we recorded? Because we we recorded charge it. prelude, but we did not do this segment. So what have you done since the time we recorded the first Fast and Furious Lap Four?
1: I went to Dallas for work. Oh yeah, you did. It was a fucking really cool time. So there's there's many facets to my Dallas story. Mainly we took we took an Uber to the stockyards in Fort Worth. Do you know what this okay. is? No. An old rodeo town, okay? It's like cool, a cattle, cool. it's like a cattle sales town that has a rodeo. And we were going to go to a rodeo, but we got there late cuz like my boss held up uh, one of my coworkers in a meeting and you know cuz like we were there for work. So, we had to like pretend to be doing work, right? But um we went to the stockyards, which was this really cool place, and it's like we went to this steakhouse. And it literally looks like what they modeled Texas Roadhouse afterwards. Cool. You like go in, it's like red lighting, wood, like it's very Texas Roadhouse, but in an actual place. So I think it was called like H3 Ranch. We went there, we had some steaks. Uh, That was delicious. We decided, oh, we tried Whataburger, which sucks. Sorry, anybody that lives in Texas. You don't like Whataburger? It's garbage. It's a fucking qualified. I like it. It's a glorified Burger King, dude. I mean, like... so no.
0: Here's so here's what I like about Whataburger. Here's where I'll defend it. I like what? that it's a mustard based burger. I love that about it. Like, I feel like it's closer to the kind of burger that I like to make on my own. Okay. Also, Whataburger is great because it's a twenty four hours. B offers breakfast from eleven p.m. to eleven a.m. If you went to Whataburger and did not get the honey butter chicken biscuit overnight you missed out cuz honey butter chicken biscuit better than the burger. The burger's good. The burger's not spectacular. It's burger King,
1: dude. It's like it's not that great. Yeah.
0: It's better than the Bur- Well, I also like Burger King,
1: but I'm not ta- I'm not talking shit on Burger King. I'm just saying like you you can't compare that to In and Out. Like the the argument that my friends have is always Whataburger versus In and Out, and In and Out is so next level compared to Whataburger. It's like not it's even. It's not though. Like I it's don't know. So I don't is. understand
0: how you're such an East Coast kid and you have such a boner for In and Out. In and Out is fucking love it. Glorified nothing. Like it's not. It's not good.
1: No, it's it's incredible. Are you high right now? It's uh, In and Out. No, if I incredible. was, maybe I would like it. It's no. It's so good. I mean, I've never eaten In and Out not sober. And it's been amazing every single time that I've eaten it. It's incredible.
0: Yeah, but I don't know, man. They're not I in the same
1: wavelength. First of all, In-N-Out's the cheapest of all of them, which is frightening. Like that's scary because it's the best that's quality true. of all of them. Mm. Okay, In-N-Out McDonald's. What? In-N-Out. Either or? Yeah. Oh, McDonald's. McDonald's over In-N-Out? Well, so you I just don't have know. garbage palate. Then you're just fucking terrible. Oh my god.
0: I don't know, man. Like it, you know, living in Austin for two years, there was in and out which you know, because you got there, you you ate there. When that's the first place me. I went, of course. I know, there were Whataburgers, there were also local chains, that I'm sure Wes has been to, that are also sort of modeled after. That doesn't count, that doesn't count
1: though. Like a local, like a local chain doesn't But it's, count. it's basically,
0: it's like a, it's a Whataburger in, a, in disguise. You know what's actually really good? I don't know if you've gone to, did you go to Pete Terry's? No. Oh, Pete Terry's is good. Cool, another random small. First of all, in and no, out No, that's Rain not, Supreme. that's not a small chain, that's a. That's a Texas. It's it's on par, I would say. I don't know for sure. Maybe Wes can write in, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Wes can write in and say if P. Terry's versus Whataburger. But P Terry's is not like a, a local. Like that's there's a there's like there's at least a dozen or something. I would say in Austin, there's a bunch of them.
1: I have one love, and it's In and Out.
0: I know, and it's crazy. But anyway, go on.
1: So we went to Whataburger, which was garbage. No matter how. Texas brainwash you've been Um, so I highly recommend don't go there or just go to a Burger King instead same thing and then what else we do oh I went I just I pretty much lived on like liquor and and one meal a day for like five days so it's what you do in the in Connecticut but down in Texas (laughs) just less meals I mean like it was like more liquor less meals I found some cool bourbon bars in Dallas they were cool I think one was called Parliament, or The Parliament. It was fucking awesome. They have great bourbon selection. So, yeah, just drinking my way through Dallas. On the way out, I went to in and out because I needed to cleanse myself from that Ugh. horrible fucking Whataburger experience. And it was um, incredible. And did then, you have any uh, barbecue
0: while you were down there, or just, or just yeah, burger chains? Yeah, I
1: did. I did. No, no, no. I went to um, the Pecan Lodge in Deep Ellum in Dallas which is like their big strip I know Austin has one you know what I mean like it's like the like the bar incredible barbecue fucking awesome I was really really impressed with it we got like way too much food like my coworkers and I all ordered different shit we had like the fucking fried chicken which was awesome I got ribs I got brisket pulled pork like this like monstrous like stuffed baked potato that had like pulled pork on it and like mac and cheese on the baked potato that was like it was cheap as shit i think i was i spent like 15 bucks on barbecue which is incredible for me you know what i mean like barbecue is yeah, yeah, yeah. usually really expensive up here i got like a cookie that was like a cookie with toasted coconut and pretzels and like toffee and chocolate chips. Oh, so
0: that's kind of like the cookie that, I mean, not to brag, not to humble brag for work, but like the the cookie that JetBlue Mint gives you when you fly across country, it's that kind of cookie. It's just basically like the kitchen sink. It's just like all that stuff. Yeah, It's, It's a delicious cookie.
1: Yeah, it was great. So we got that and that was it. And then I just drank a ton. So yeah, it was cool. Got to see some friends.
0: How long were you down there? Five days?
1: Yeah, Five nights. So, like, six days, five nights. Cool, 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 Yeah, that was it. Then I came... I was, like, dying to get home because I wanted to smush a fucking cat. Came home, did that, and am getting ready to go on my... I'm getting ready to come see you, which we'll talk about, and then I'm going on my birthday trip. So, I'll have some cool more adventure stories coming up soon
0: yes yes you will yeah my my annual weekend long barbecue is this upcoming weekend i've been getting family
1: barbecue i
0: feel like i've been getting requests because i don't know if it's just people being nice or people because they actually want to go but they're like i can't come here i can't come this time but do one at the end of the summer too so i might do one at the end of the summer too okay that's good you know I, i owe you at least one or two trips up there uh, because I feel like I, I just haven't gone up there in forever. We were talking about it no, a no, couple no. episodes yeah, you ago. But, but, uh, you know, we'll, but I've we'll, been like, we'll all make, over we'll the
1: place doing all kinds of weird bullshit and also weather sucks, whatever, whatever. But yeah. Yeah.
0: So since we last recorded, I went to a wedding by uh, that um, a future That's guest right. of this podcast, Christian Larson. We'll, uh, he'll be on here at some point, lap That's six right. or beyond. Um, he got married in Brooklyn two weeks, a week and a half ago. And I was one Same of the...
1: Same time I was in Dallas because we were talking about it when we were there. Yep.
0: I was yeah. one of the four best men, and so I was reporting from the scene there. He had that Coronitas, little Corona, little Ooh. little family. So that was a little bit a of felt, family. I felt at home right there. And then I also had a barbecue for some friends that I went to uh, this past weekend, Memorial Day. So I, I was scouting out. I got a uh, very simple but tasty tricolor pasta recipe, like a pasta salad recipe that I'm going to make for, for this Ooh. upcoming weekend. Really easy to do. So oh, I was sort of yeah. scouting that out. And I also found out that the friends who threw the barbecue are pregnant. They'll never be on the show because they don't give a shit.
1: But They're both pregnant?
0: Yes, they're both pregnant. No, 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 no. <laughs> but, you know. My friends who threw my going away party that you went to and you met, uh,
1: yes. she's pregnant. Oh, so cool. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. them. Yeah, that's cool. I always hate when people say that, like, we are pregnant. It's like, no. Honestly, the woman's doing all the fucking work here. Like you're not pregnant. That's true.
0: I was just saying it because I know, I know it's like it's the proper, right to thing say. to say.
1: I, I get know, it. I'm
0: not saying it for like political correctness. It's just easier. I'm also overthinking it.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying like I hate when men try to take like Like yeah, like well, well I do some of the work. Too. No, you don't. No, no, you fucking don't. Like this is firmly a woman is pregnant. You were there. I I don't doubt that. But you like, did half
0: the work up front, and then your <laughs> job is done.
1: Exactly. Like you do my equivalency of work on this podcast worth of pregnancy. Like I do very so minimal. work So what up you're front. saying on this
0: podcast is you're just jerking off into a cup essentially. Exactly. Yeah. It's
1: not even. It's not even delivering it. It's
0: not even sexy. It's just like <laughs> here's here's my part. Here's my work. Here, take this cup. And sometimes you walk in and
1: see it like while it's happening. You're just like, oh. ugh,
0: ugh, <laughs> <Yeah>. just disgusting. <laughs> That said, if you want more of our stuff, go to patreon.com slash fast 2 forever support us over there. So here's a couple actual important, cool, fun little updates about Patreon. Number one, we shared the Fast and the Furious Minute document over oh, there. Ooh. So if you're a patron of any level... I wonder if Cassie Wilson read it. Uh, shout out, Cassie. You can check out our Fast and Furious Minute, the document, over there. Check that out. See all the license plates and model numbers that you could ever ask for. Yes. You also, when schedules, when timing allows, which I think should be most episodes... I'm putting over there the intro part, this part of the podcast, up until the guest joins. I edit that. I put that up the in, that's, in maybe, its entirety.
1: I said maybe the fun part, maybe the not fun part.
0: If you like us, it's the fun part. If you like the movies, it's the not fun part. So <laughs> it depends on your perspective. Yeah, good point. Yeah, And I feel like if you're supporting, although I don't know, if you're supporting the Patreon, you like us, so it might be the fun part. I don't know. I also, in a related news, there's a Cage Club Patreon, too, if you want to support that. All the money goes in my pocket. Uh, all the <laughs> no-dollars that there is. But I put an entire Cruise Club episode up there today. I was just like, here you go. Here's Ooh. a finished episode. Just go at, go at it if you want it. So like there's it. something there. But yeah, patreon.com slash 2Fast2Forever. We also have an email address, family at cageclub.me. You do. I feel like I need to sort of phrase this in a different way, because now, Joe, we're getting messages all over the place. You know, we're We are, and I was, was going
1: to, don't. Don't spoil my fucking fun here, because you know it's going to happen. Okay, go ahead. We also have a
0: Patreon comment, so I put up on Patreon two weeks ago. uh, You know who it's from, because we've got the one patron over there. (laughs) But I posted the thing, and I was just like, maybe this is cool. Here's the first 40 minutes of this episode. And Cassie commented and said, yay, this is cool. Just rewatch this at work this week, and it's still my number one favorite. Talking about... The first movie in the franchise, yes. The yep. Fast and The Furious. Damn, so, we're
1: messages all over then. Okay. Shout cool.
0: out, Cassie. Thank you for
1: being awesome, supporting Just us. Just being awesome in general.
0: Being first. awesome, commenting, loving these movies, all that sort of fun stuff.
1: Hopefully liking us. Maybe me, but I mean, not Joey, but at least me.
0: <sighs> liking your power rankings. Number one, Joe
1: 2. Joe
0: 2. Number two, Whataburger. <laughs> number three, me. <laughs> In and out would definitely be one. I would be at least two. Alright, Joe, we've got three emails to our email address today. Can I go
1: first though? Can I can I talk first though?
0: Because I got some I got some a
1: little bit I got a little bit of email ish news.
0: Sure. I mean that's chronologically out of order. It's that's a timey whimy situation. It's out it's time
1: out of, you know, slipping through time, but go for it. It's not an email, but we got we got uh, a message from our listener Nick Nick Burris. He sent us some pictures of him at the car show with his truck and then he also sent us some pictures of him at which, which is super appropriate to us the furious seven cars at universal mm, when it came out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i don't, did you take a peek at these yesterday
0: i did a little bit but he also sent in other pictures and i don't want to sort of uh spoil your fun there but he's also sending in pictures that uh, our friend matt who we've talked about on this podcast is also do you remember those signs when me and matt were talking about the signs like months ago
1: yes I remember this and also I thought of you when I saw this. He sent us a lot of these um like car pictures in, and to me they look like Mondo prints.
0: When Matt was moving down to Atlanta and looking to furnish his house with cool yes. stuff, yes. he found this one website that has all these like steel etching it's a car and character from a movie that drives that car and their yes. name. And there's a handful from the Fast and Furious, but there's also like the driver, and there's all these different people, you know, from Gosling from Drive. There's all these different really cool like you know max from mad max and stuff like that
1: and they look very if you guys don't know mondo joey's a big mondo fan he like kind of turned me on to mondo although i don't buy them i i enjoy them and they're like they do like new renditions of movie posters and they all have kind of this styling he sent us in a lot of these car pictures of course dom and his uh Charger, And these are really cool. They look like Mondo prints to me. Um, I could definitely panel a room in my house with these, but Rachel would not allow it. So,
0: it was cool. Yeah, we found out that Nick is a, uh, a long-haul trucker. And so he's got a lot he of time is. to kill while he's driving from, I think he said, somewhere around here, maybe hey, New Jersey down to North, North Carolina. Carolina?
1: Yeah, New Jersey to North Carolina. That's what he said. So we hope he's listening. He said he's catching up. He said he's, like, what, like on lap two or three now? And he's blowing through the episodes. So when he gets here, he'll know that we... We're talking about him, and we thank him for his pictures, and we hope that he continues to write in and write emails, and I will respond.
0: You know, I was thinking, it's still weird to me that people want to listen to our podcast. I know that it shouldn't it's be very weird; people yes, listen anyway, but it's even strange. weirder to me that people, and again, weird in a good way, I mean it in a good way, everybody, that people want to listen to more than one of these episodes
1: in a row. You know what I mean? I mean like, dude? I would get so burnt out. I like—I love you guys so for much. doing it, but God, yeah, I, I can't take myself for that long. <laughs> that's why I drink so much because then I don't have to like hear myself you know
0: and that's why I have to edit these in chunks I'm just like I cannot deal
1: no it's actually me. it's fun to edit these but you know
0: so we have three emails then so I'm going to get okay. rid of this one because I thanks had emailed... Nick for writing in that's yes, what thank, I want to say thank you Nick uh, if you also you can send us messages on Facebook uh, which is facebook.com
1: slash two fast two forever which I usually respond to so you will get a much better funnier response if you send oh yeah messages. I don't re- yeah, I don't
0: respond to people who email us we just talk about it on the show so if you want a response Facebook talk to us. me yeah, I'll I'll respond. So Joe, we have three emails left. First email from
1: Wells Lamont. Oh, Wells is back. What's up, Wells?
0: So this one, I don't know so the the subject line is W S O P events bros. So maybe it's World Series of Poker, maybe it's it what I'm thinking.
1: Up. I'm thinking what's your world series of poker. Go ahead.
0: Shout out to Joe Two
1: for hating the Raiders. I hate them with a passion. This is how he starts the Amen, email. brother. Amen. I hate brother. them with a passion. Go Niners. Zach's a big Niners fan. I have no problem with the Niners. I've actually been to Levi Stadium, and I'm go- I plan on going back this this season, too. So, yeah, I've been there, and I'll go see the Niners play the Steelers there. So, yeah.
0: I'm on lap two, episode 11, so I'm almost caught up watching them backwards, so I'm probably going to be off topic as usual. That's fine. And then, because of course it is, because this is what Wells writes us about, here's some more ideas on No Knees Denise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe throughout her life, Denise was on her knees so much... That she wore them out and needed a double knee replacement, but couldn't afford it, so she walked all funny, giving her the nickname "No Knees to Knees."
1: This is this is kind of what I thought. That's where I was. That that was my original thought. That she just like wore her knees out, just no knees left. She's been on them so long. I agree with Wells.
0: Maybe it's K N O W. No knees to knees. So the K and the meaning she knows, she knows the all about being on her knees because oh. she's a lady of the night, and it was her job. Mean that Rome essentially paid a hooker for a back-alley oop-de-oop-hoo-ha
1: shame though. (laughs) What's a oop-de-oop-hoo-ha? Blow job, I guess? I'm I'm assuming so, but I like oop-de-oop-hoo-ha better. Can you imagine if you had to, like, pick up a hooker and you were like, hey, uh, how much for that (laughs) oop-de-oop-hoo-ha?
0: Well, I feel like, do you remember that episode of Breaking Bad that starts with Wendy Gives Wendy's? Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's the kind of, you know, backdoor parlance you have to go to these small towns in Barstow and or Albuquerque, I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess.
0: I would like to get your input on what you thought about this next thing I'm going to bring up right here. In the first one, Brian's sneaking around garages looking for evidence of stolen goods and what the racers are using for race wars. All of a sudden, as he's leaving, he gets knocked out by Vince and dragged away. Yes. Dom's face appears from out of the darkness to question Brian about him and Vince's, sus- Vince's suspicion of Mr. Spillner being a cop. Yes. The part I'm referring to is Brian's line. They ask him if he's a cop. He shakes his head no. Dom asks, what are you doing here? Brian repeats, what
1: am I doing here? He
0: says it, though, like he's stalling for time to think of he a line of definitely stalling for
1: time. I agree with you 100%. He's like, uh, uh, what am I doing here? Uh, well... I've been listening to a lot of Comedy Bang Bang
0: episodes lately because I've been catching up on those because I fell behind. And so okay. a lot of the time when Scott, Ackerman, the host, asks a, a, a guest who's in character as, uh, you know, an, they're improv as a character, and he asks a question, the guest repeats the question because they're stalling for time, and Scott always calls him and he's just like, why does it seem like you're stalling for time? Like, why are you repeating your question? Yes. So, still, whether you're undercover as a cop or on Comedy Bang Bang, it's a tell to repeat the question. Huge tell. Huge tell. First off, it's a tell if you repeat the question, it's obvious you're lying. Yep. The way he said the line should have been a dead giveaway, he was a cop. It's like if a cop smells weed in your car and asks if you have any weed, you look up at him and say, do I have any weed? You're done. The cop knows you have weaved exactly. this point. 100%. I think it was bad acting on P. Walk's part, but
1: maybe I think it was, it was good how acting. the director wanted it. Yeah, I think it was good acting. I don't think it was bad acting. I think that he was meant to sell it that he was a cop. I think it's really dumb to to assume that the character Dom wouldn't catch it is what I think is bad about it. Not the acting of Paul Walker's. I okay. I think it's, that's I think it's not like Vince, Vince is the dumbest character in this fucking movie. Right. And then like, he's, but he's the, the only one who, one who knows. That's what I'm saying. So like, you can't expect Vince to know and Dom not to know. Yeah, that's true. Good.
0: He says, "What do the Joes think about this. i ask you because I've wondered about this for 18 years. Holy shit. Do you know what it's like typing that? I feel so old. 18 years ago, I was 14 or 15. So he's a little bit older than me and a little bit more older than you. But yeah. right in that, right in that ballpark.
1: Same range, yeah. So Maybe actually, 30? here's
0: something. There's a little bit more of this email that I'm gonna get to next. But Go ahead. a couple emails ago, a couple episodes ago, I think Wells was writing it. Remember, he was talking about how all of a sudden, in the first one, Paul Walker's talking like a you know a normal Southern California white boy, and then all of a sudden he shows up with Roman, real he's talking gangster. like he's black, right? Yeah. I feel like that's not necessarily because I was I was paying attention in this movie in Two Fast Two Furious about that. And I don't think it's him hanging out with Roman. I think it's just the way that the the writers wrote it because last episode when we had Michael on talking about the first movie, we were asking him if it felt dated. You were asking if he felt if it felt dated, and he yeah. said, No, not really. Like, you know, there's a couple things here or there, but for the most part, I feel like this movie feels very firmly two thousand four. Two thousand three, two thousand four, right? Like this feels <sighs> More West dated. Coast
1: Shoppers t-shirts, give it away, right? Like, that's like, that's like the most dating of this. The
0: thing that really that caught me in terms of that is when there's the, the, the famous line about the Gallo 12, the Gallo 24, right? Yes. Paul Walker says something like, you know, I got a question for you right quick. And I was like, nobody says right quick anymore. Like, no. that is firmly, I think, in that wheelhouse of just early 2000s speak. I feel like it's just the writers trying to get into that mindset of, like, what the kids are saying or whatever. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think it might have something to do with Roman rubbing off on him, but I also think it's just the writers doing their thing in a way you know what i mean yeah fair episode 14 lap 2 talking about blockers really funny movie and the fast and furious reference is amazing it is the actor that makes the reference is hilarious and makes the movie i immediately thought of you guys when i heard it
1: yeah we uh, you'll probably get back to the episode where like or the the string of episodes where i'm telling joey to watch blockers because that was involved in in here i love that part of that movie actually i like john cena too just in general and what's his name the guy from neighbors and all these movies what is his name barenholz Ike Barinholtz is really funny. I agree with you. Yeah. Else? He's a good dude. I mean, he's, he seems like a funny dude, so.
0: Beginning of seven, Shaw and Hobbs have a little tango, and before it begins, Shaw says to Hobbs, I want the team that crippled my brother, which Hobbs responds with, there wasn't no goddamn team. It was one man, he's standing in front of you. The thing oh. is, Hobbs was standing behind him, not in front of him. I don't have OCD, but it always makes me yell at the TV.
1: Yeah, I agree. So. I never noticed that before, so thanks for pointing it out.
0: Weird little thing in Fury 7, but yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, thank you, Wells, for writing in. Those are some. Uh, Dude, I hot think takes. covered. I like the, those.
1: Did we cover the 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 question enough with Paul Walker being the cop? I think so. I told my part of it. Do you, do you feel any different?
0: It does, in a way, sort of betray the Dom character to
1: not. Do you think the acting is bad?
0: I think Paul Walker is not great. I don't. I don't know that he's a bad actor. I just. I, it's either he's a bad actor or not a great actor because I think he does get better for sure over the series. Yes. And I don't know if it's the writing because this is also sort of. What we saw on a, on a more compressed timeline with Hobbs, with the rock as Hobbs, but yes. I feel like, especially in this movie, he doesn't have the kind of energy in a lot of scenes. Like he seems like sort of Second sluggish movie? and dragging. In this movie, again, yeah, too fast, too furious. Okay, and I feel like it's this growth and this evolution of both him as an actor and him as a character. His ability to act as the character, but also the writers to write for the character. Yes. and I think I'm more inclined to dismiss things like that in the early movies. Because he it's doesn't a franchise, he hasn't he been playing for fifteen care. years or whatever. But at the same time, if this is the first movie, there shouldn't be any kind. Like you should just be kind of going all out. You know what I mean? So I don't know. You can sort of see it either way. But you know, could it be better? Yes. But also, I'm willing to give sort of everyone the benefit of the doubt because by seven, Brian was a great, great character. Yeah, exactly.
1: I hope we answered your question Wells I really do. I think we. I think we did. I, I answered it to the best of my abilities. So I think so too. Okay, cool.
0: Okay, two emails left, both from Mister, Mrs. Wes. Oh,
1: yes. Good. Back
0: on track for lap four. What up, fam? What up, Wes? Joe and Joey, I appreciate your concern over my lack of email for your Fast and Furious episode. As I explained to Joey, our schedule was off for a bit, and I got mixed up with the release schedule of so the show. Good, man. So I was too late to get in for the last episode, but not this time.
1: No, you're in. You're on time.
0: I was going to wait until the Too Fast, Too Furious Turbocharged Prelude episode dropped to get my comments in on that as well, but I can't take that risk. Okay. I have already, maybe separately from my normal emails, made my feelings known about this weird connective tissue, which he did. Yes, he did. And he, talks he about that more does. in the next email. Of a poorly scripted music video wannabe, so I'm very interested in hearing what you guys think about it. But for now, here are my new episode observations. Okay. Right off the bat, I want to say that Michael was a great guest.
1: He was a great guest. I agree.
0: He definitely brought a unique perspective to the movie, and I always love hearing first impressions from people who have never seen these before. I also really appreciate someone who can experience something they're not interested in and don't really like but can still find ways to talk about it in a way that's engaging and respectful of the people who do find some value in it. I was sort of, not you know, not, not that I was worried about it, but, you know, when Chris came on and he did his, like, very cutting, very, you know, harsh review of Tokyo Drift. I Tokyo Drift, yeah. He had, he had a good time with the episode, and I think it's the same kinda like, he was...
1: I think that we're not, we're not, like, I love these movies, but I yeah. don't disrespect somebody else's opinion of not liking them enough to, for this to be super confrontational, right? Like, nobody's gonna come on and be like, I hate this movie, and we're gonna be like, well, fuck you I hate you this then. movie, and I hate you. Exactly, yeah. Like, you know, like, I wanna find out why they didn't like it, or what's about it, so, yeah, I think that it plays well, like, just personality wise, I, I don't think that we're like this, these kind of people, so.
0: And I also do think, I mean, it's just who we are, and that's not it's not like a brag, but that's just, you know, it kind of also stems from what Mike and I tried to do when we started Cage Club. It's just, you know, there's so much snark on the internet and trying to people trying to hate on Cage because it's easy to do that. We're like, no, like let's actually enjoy these movies and find fun things and good things to say about them.
1: Yeah, even we watch movies we don't like for other podcasts. Like You and I always find something that's like, okay, at least this part was fun. You know what I mean? Or like, I like this about it. So
0: It's just, it's so much more fun to enjoy things than to hate them. You know what I mean? Like, it's I fun agree, in the man. moment to like shit on things, but then after, it's, it's sort of, you know, it's junk food. It's, there's nothing, there's no
1: redeeming value to it. So I agree. Like, no, man, and there's so much shit to hate on that really matters. Yeah. Like the movie that you saw like don't hate i mean like you could like whataburger yeah fuck whataburger (laughs) i hate whataburger and i hate you
0: (laughs) i can tell you from experience that listening to someone who thinks they're being funny by pretending to give something a chance but really just complaining about it is actually very annoying and not entertaining at all also his answers for the character quiz were the best and i love how much thought he put into them which agreed on all fronts Agreed, yeah. Joe talked about the wine passport thing he did with his wife and family. Texas Monthly Magazine did a similar thing in 2017, but with barbecue, which Ooh. sounds a lot better than wine, but I would do either.
1: I would do either, but I, you know I love barbecue, so go ahead.
0: They put out a new list every year, but as far as I can tell, their passport from 2017 is still going through this year. We didn't get one, but maybe next year if they do it again, we'll participate. We've been to a lot of the high-ranking barbecue places around Texas anyway, but I'm a completist. And love tracking things, so it would be cool to have a list to check off.
1: It's just that natural mail collector mentality. Like, it so plays into my, like, Pokemon urges, right? Like, yeah. The, the passports, like I just gotta, I just gotta collect them all. Like I got, I gotta go to every one. Did you hear so. about
0: Pokemon Sleep?
1: I heard about it, but I didn't. I don't know what it is.
0: Um, speaking of lists, Fast and Furious Minute is my favorite new segment. Is it cool? Good. That's Joey's idea, so give him all the credit. When Joe started reading off model numbers and talking about tracking license plates, I almost lost it. I fucking love that stuff. Well, if you want the document, you know how to get it. Tracking all that minutia seems so pointless to most people but I just love a good spreadsheet and data set because you never know when you might be curious about how many times Letty sneers at someone or how many (laughs) seconds of longing looks are shared between Dom and Brian. In fact, I have my own collection of useless stats for various things. You mentioned the Twitter I run for a different podcast, and for that, I have a pretty ridiculous Excel file with spreadsheets of data and formulas that I can pull out at a moment's notice, and I did that all as a joke. Just for fun, a few weeks before Avengers Endgame came out, I put together a spreadsheet... With every bit of MCU media, movies, TV show episodes, and shorts, broken out and filterable by network, release date, time, etc.
1: Awesome! I love it, dude. I love lists like this. You should like make it the BuzzFeed list because like it's impossible for me to find the like complete list of yeah. Marvel.
0: FYI, it would take now around 310 hours to watch it all. Similarly, okay. a friend and I have been playing No Man's Sky on PS4, which is a space exploration game set in a near infinite procedurally generated universe inspired by pulp sci-fi art and writing. That's a game that I bought, that I was expecting to lose myself in, and then I just never took that plunge because I didn't want to spend you didn't want to commit that hundreds much time of hours to it. into that game. But I still yeah, have it, and I would love I to play you. it. I just, you know, haven't. Okay. For the last week, I've been collecting data, designing, and testing another set of spreadsheets we can use to more easily track our discoveries and build trade routes and stuff like that. So anyway, yeah, it's like this was designed for me. I mean, before I found this podcast, I was kicking around the idea of a Fast and Furious Minute podcast myself, so there you go.
1: Well, that makes me sad. I'm sorry.
0: Well, I think it's in a way, I mean, if this was you, if you Wes listen to the I
1: feel like he's he's like an extension. You well, know he what is. I mean? Like, he's, you yeah. know, Mike's sort of a co-
0: the third co-host, but also Wes is kind of the third co-host. You know, it's kind of like if you want to do something, you don't have to do the work and it can still exist and you enjoy it. Like that's kind of almost yeah. even better. Right?
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah.
0: All I could think about was how the Fast and Furious wiki is pretty good, but how much better it could be with all the data you're going to collect. Sorry, that was such a long bullet point, but I'm very passionate about this topic.
1: I love it too. I look at spreadsheets all day. I work in a lab. For me, that's like the natural place that I went first, right? Like I just got to collect every part of data I can of this movie and go from there. Joey fills in a lot of the, like, you know, the flowery stuff about it, like what is actually happening. Mine's just, like, very to the point, like, this is the license plate, this is the truck, this is the company, everything like that, so. Well, yeah, I mean,
0: it's a a writing background versus a science background, right?
1: Exactly, yeah, but it plays well together, so, like, together, I think we'll have a nice comprehensive uh, setup, so.
0: Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Sciences. Amen, yeah, true. I have to assume the producer you're talking about leaving the franchise under bad terms was Neil Moritz, which it was. I remember reading about that a while ago when it first started. It was something about him claiming he wasn't getting his proper cut of the franchise profits or something. I don't know the details, but I do know that he's been with the series since the first movie. Rob Cohen brought him the original Vibe article, Racer X, which we've talked about on here, and they developed the movie together. He also played the driver of the Ferrari that Brian and Dom race before they go to Neptune's net in the first oh, movie.
1: Oh, fuck, I didn't know that. That's really cool fact.
0: More than you can afford, pal. Ferrari. Yeah.
1: Oh, dude, that's like one of my favorite lines in the movie.
0: I think he also plays a cop during a chase scene in 2F2F. On the one hand, I feel bad because he's kind of been the constant in the series since day one, but also most of these old Hollywood guys are probably garbage.
1: Yeah, they're carefully. probably. he's probably a douchebag, I agree. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I don't know the details of the suit, but it seems pretty shitty.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Joe, nice spot on the DT logo when you mentioned it. I could instantly picture it in my head, but I never made the connection that stood for Dominic Toretto.
1: I didn't either, dude.
0: I always assumed it was just another parts manufacturer I'd never heard of. Joey, Mrs. West was at a cookie workshop thing last weekend, and when she got home, she was telling me all about it, and apparently someone there brought up the question of how many syllables is the word oil.
1: <laughs> no way. That's not even true.
0: Life like, imitates art. I call bullshit. Call
1: art. I call bullshit. That can't even be real. But okay, go ahead. I'll pretend like it's real. I, I don't believe it. <laughs>
0: The Workshop Weekend was near Dallas. I can't wait to find out what Chris thinks if it's one or two syllables. We're going to find out that after the break. Yeah. The Workshop Weekend was near Dallas, so predictably, most of the
1: locals pronounce it with one. All, probably. All. All. Also, she's probably in Dallas. We get a high five. That's really funny. She was probably in Dallas right when I was there, too. That's funny.
0: However, just like the GIF GIF debate, he says in which is my least favorite debate in the world, (laughs) the real answer is there is no correct answer. I have strong fact-based evidence for both arguments. I'm sorry, Joey, but life is not black and white, and this is one, or two, I guess, of life's gray areas that you'll have to live with.
1: <laughs> Fair, yeah. What
0: was the other thing that I was not going to give up on? It was something from Tokyo, oh, about uh, it, who's, who was wrong, the dad or the mom, right? Yes. Yes. Going to die on that hill.
1: Yeah, it's in your wrong, but okay.
0: <laughs> Lastly, I have another little behind-the-scenes story that probably isn't on IMDb or the Fast and Furious wiki yet, because it comes Ooh. from an interview with Rob Cohen from about six months ago, which I think, if this is the same interview he's written in about this before. Okay. Now, I'm second-guessing if I've already emailed it in, but you didn't mention it, so I'll assume not. And I read verbatim every email you send, Wes, so if you haven't heard it, you didn't send it. You guys kind of joked about the women at the party that were making out. Well, according to Rob Cohen, it was really hot the night that scene was being filmed, so during a break, he walked out in the backyard to get some air and found those two women kissing. They were a real couple at the time, and he asked if they wanted to make out in the background of the shot, so they agreed, and that's why they're there. Then later, he submitted the movie to the MPAA for rating and certification, and they had to make some slight changes and cuts. For instance, some close-ups of Vince's mangled arm to get the PG-13 rating. They made the changes and got their PG-13 rating. And then, after the movie was released, Rob Cohen was talking with someone he knew on the MPAA board. He casually mentioned that he was supposed—he was surprised they didn't ask him to cut the shot of the girls making out at the party because apparently, in the early 2000s, that was enough to get a film an R rating. And wow, wow, how far have we come?
1: Yes, yeah, seriously.
0: He said the guy immediately got kind of mad and said they didn't catch that, but if they had known that, it would have given it an R. Fortunately, at that point, the movie was out and there was nothing they could do about it. So the lesson here is that Rob Cohen, probably being a creep, may have unintentionally helped normalize same-sex relationships on film. <laughs> at least that's how I'm choosing to interpret it.
1: I mean, we've talked about Rob Cohen, so that's the good positive spin on it, Wes. Yep. Let's just hope that he'd normalize same-sex relationships on screen. I would love it. That's what I would imagine. I think he saw it and was like, "The future is now, old man," and just like, <laughs> and just like, let these two chicks make out on screen in a non-creepy. Like he didn't go out in the backyard and was like, "That's kind of hot." Let's put that in the movie. Like I imagine he did. Well, He's, he might
0: have done that. He just might have told the story better. You know what I mean? Like who knows how it actually worked out? But oh
1: god, I think I think it. Ac- I think it was he went outside and was like two chicks making out sick, and then like was like get inside.
0: <laughs> what would you do if you had a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs>
1: exactly exactly yeah
0: that's it for me this episode i'm interested to see where the fast and furious minute segment goes and where we catch up to the chain in a few months until next time stay furious wes so i'm skipping the car picture because i sent one last time i'm guessing you can play one for the turbocharged prelude which we did not we did not if you did already use the last one i sent in let me know and i'll send a follow-up i told them nope we did not so we're going to do that one later when chris joins us and the last email also from mr mrs wes turbocharged prelude what up fam I just want to drop a quick email about the Turbocharged Prelude episode. I'm glad I wasn't totally off base with my impressions of it. Feels very weird and super low budget, and I'm not sure what it's produced for.
1: Yes, we, we have no idea. It just feels, yeah. it just feels like out of place. Like, it just, it doesn't, it's not necessary. Like, it's, I don't know what it was. Like, maybe if it was, like, an extended trailer or something, like, in the, like, that you would see in the theaters, like, before the movie came. I don't know. But it
0: wouldn't make mean. you want to see the movie. Like, it'd be like, what, what?
1: You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah, cool. It wouldn't tell you enough about, like, the old, yeah. Okay.
0: It's almost like a late 90s video game cutscene, or like a montage yes. of clips thrown together for a DVD menu. I didn't recognize Minka Kelly because I had no idea who she was. I had to look her up after you guys talked about her, and I don't think I've ever seen anything she's been in. I missed Friday Night Lights because growing up in Texas, I lived it, It's just fair, <laughs> but I also think that you probably would enjoy, I don't know, I think, I. It, it's not the best show of all time, and I think it's one of those shows that I enjoy thinking about and talking about more than watching a lot of it, but yeah. check it out, you know,
1: it's good. Exactly. Yep. I
0: did see that this was her first acting role, though. Quite an auspicious start to her career. One other yes. thing I, for- I wanted to mention about was about the house Brian was in. My impression has always been that this was his actual house. He lived in L.A., but when he was undercover, he was staying with Harry as part of his cover oh, identity as the guy that's... running from Troubles in Arizona.
1: That's so a good I figured point, yes.
0: That house is probably where Brian O'Connor actually lived. That's all I have for this pit stop. I'll save the rest of my comments for the Fast and Furious Minute episodes in 2028. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perfect. The Brian's house thing is a good point. I didn't even think about that. It's probably... he Because I'm sure he did have a real house and then was staying undercover, right? Like, you need to ha- kind of have both, so...
0: Um, I don't... I can't believe that neither of us even thought, thought about that, that as a possibility. Yeah, no. No,
1: I didn't. It wasn't even on my wavelength, so, yeah. That's
0: why Wes is here, to clean up our messes.
1: Amen to that.
0: That's all the email. If you want to email in, family at cageclub.me. We'll read it on the episode after we get it. So now, Joe. Yes. I have... In omission of sorts.
1: You left something out?
0: Sort of. So every episode now, we're asking for people who listen to write us a review on iTunes. If you want to go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Write a review for us. We will read it on air. Short story long, I was listening to Comedy Bang Bang last night, and there was a comedian on there who I'd never heard of, and I looked her up on Twitter, and then I found that that she and another woman who both are in UCBLA have a podcast, and so I Googled that podcast. And apparently, recently, Apple has completely redesigned its web interface for podcasts so you can now search for a podcast click on the you know in chrome or whatever click on a click on the link and then you can listen to a podcast right in your browser so i was like oh so i was googling too fast too forever and there's a whole bunch of different you know there's like stitcher and spotify and google and everything like that and then i found of course our itunes so i'm gonna take a look there because i think when i looked the other day there was not anything new we still have 13 ratings all five stars but no new reviews
1: What's the the omission, then? So
0: what I found was that we had one from April, but it was from the iTunes Australia.
1: Oh. So it's a separate...
0: review system for some reason. I don't know why.
1: Very interesting. Okay.
0: It's from Jake Freer, who has written in. So shout out, Jake. And I'm sorry. Like, I feel, I feel not that it's not that it's our fault, but I feel kind of bad that he wrote a review. He wrote a really nice review that I'm going to read now. But he's like, why aren't these fuckers reading my review? Like, do they Yeah, we weren't
1: ignoring you, brother. We just didn't know that that existed. Sorry.
0: So Jake Freer, five stars on the 25th of the fourth month of 2019, because in Australia, I guess they invert the days which is months. the right
1: way to write a date don't even get me because that's oh, the right God, only you're full the of date hot takes way. tonight
0: Jesus Christ I know
1: I know sorry I write, Such I, I write wine. a date like that all the time God. great
0: podcast Okay. love the podcast I always listen to it while I'm at work I enjoy listening to you guys talk so passionately about a movie series that means so much to me keep up the good work coming from Australia well Jake, thank you for writing review. You are right now our only Australian review, so we're big <laughs> in Australia, so I appreciate
1: that. Huge in Australia, blowing and again, up over there.
0: From the bottom of our hearts. At least from mine, but I also assume from Joe's. Yeah, from
1: mine, from mine too.
0: We did not mean to exclude you. I don't know why iTunes separates it into a different thing altogether. You know, on that first I'm glad page we found was... it,
1: right? Like that I'm glad we found it and stumbled upon it. Maybe we have, like, a ton of, like, Indonesian iTunes reviews that we don't even know about. We'll have to figure this out now.
0: There was another country on there, too, and I don't remember what it was, and it was still the American reviews. I was like, I don't Like, what? Like, it's... I like, don't, yeah,
1: where do we distinguish this? Like, what? what separates them and why? I don't know.
0: I don't want to offend listeners from other countries, but I feel like if you speak English... You should probably be in the American iTunes. You know what I mean? Like, I understand
1: differentiating for like Dutch or German or Spanish or whatever. But yeah, like, even then, it's like really like uh, yeah, I get it. Like, I would see like the like the Japanese or Chinese iTunes, right? Like those like the Asian countries would have their like own. Yeah. iTunes
0: well, China or, like, doesn't have that at all. You know, China, China has exactly. No internet, that's what so. I'm saying. So, yeah. So shout out, Jake, for your thank you for reviewing us. If you want to review us. Also, here's another thing. If you write us a review, send us a screenshot and I'll read that on there because we might not see it because yeah, apparently it's hide and seek now.
1: Yeah. Who the fuck knows? So.
0: All right, Joe, on the streets. What news about the Fast and the Furious have you seen? There's only one thing I'm going to share. I sent this to you a couple of days ago via Facebook. And, you know, I get Google alerts about all the different actors that we do podcasts about. I also get Google alerts about The Fast and the Furious. Of course, if you were a fan of Zac Efron, and I can't imagine anyone True. who's listened to this podcast is not a fan of Zac Efron, because yeah. there is such similarity between his movies and these movies. True. But if you're a fan of Zac Efron, you know from the High School Musical movies, there's two actresses who are as important to that franchise as he is. There's Vanessa Hudgens, and yeah. there's Ashley Tisdale. Yes. And, I, and so because of Zac Attack, because of our Zac Efron podcast, Joe and I... Love those high school musical movies. We love those two actresses. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got an email, Google Alert, Fast and Furious, and it's Ashley Tisdale shares like a hundred facts about her life that you might not know. And I was like, What the fuck is going on? Yeah,
1: what is, like what is this weird overlap?
0: I looked in there, and the first car that she had was a yellow Lexus convertible, because she loved the Fast and the Furious so much, and she thought she was part of the movie. And I was like, this is worlds colliding in a way that I did not know was possible. I love it. It made me so happy to see these two very different worlds coming together in a way that I didn't think would ever happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's it's very strange to know Ashley Tisdale loves Fast and Furious. So Ashley Tisdale, if you're listening, please write us an email at family at me.
0: If you want to... Oh. oh. <laughs> so here's a question for you, Joe. If... if Ashley Tisdale's like, I'm a fan of you too, I will give you one podcast episode, would you talk to her about these movies or about Sharpay 2? I,
1: I, I think that we would bring her in on the premise that we were going to talk about Fast and the Furious and instantly divert to Sharpay's fabulous <laughs> adventure 2. Like, it would go straight into the fanfiction and she would be so creeped out. I mean, like, not that she wouldn't be creeped no, out we could do, by us in the We could general. do, like,
0: a slow transition. We could be like, so, you know, in between these episodes we, we found we the fanfiction fan of, like, you are my life and it's awesome and it's like, you know, it's these pa- this passionate writer talking about the franchise. <laughs> by the way, we're into fan fiction because we found this other thing and now you can't leave
1: exactly that's exactly i mean i would have i would have broken it easy like that i would have done a nice segue into it but i I would have gone straight to the fan fiction (laughs) like as quick as possible do you have
0: any news that's actually about these movies or no i feel like it's been a relatively quiet sort of i have one
1: i have one little cool tidbit that actually kind of plays to this movie too that we didn't know and that's that tyrese asked john singleton to be his daughter's godfather Oh, okay and he was so his daughter. His daughter was born in October twenty eighteen. He's her godfather. So yeah, he was like, of course, and and so they were like super buds. So that was my little tidbit of news that plays into this. Well that's sad,
0: that's a bummer, but I appreciate that.
1: No, it's cool. I mean, it's sad, but it's cool, you know. It's it's
0: only sad because he just died, you know what I mean? Like it's a it's a nice little gesture. We're not gonna rock the vote. I'm gonna go to Google News and search Dwayne Johnson president. The top story is watch Lakers GM tell Dwayne Johnson a cringeworthy lie about arranging dinner with the deceased Heath Ledger, which has nothing to do with the president. No. Um, but that's one thing. I guess it's just probably the president of the Lakers at some point. I'm also yes. going to search The Rock President. No new news.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Trump fires back at, quote, dumb as a rock Tillerson on Putin, <laughs> which, if you'll remember, I don't know if I taught it on this podcast or a different one, but that's your Rex boy. Tillerson's son was in my first grade class. So, I am a part of history.
1: I'll never forget any of those stories you've told me.
0: So, New Lap Observations and the Chain Gang. So, what... (sighs) I feel like a lot of my New Lap Observations stem from the fact that we're doing the Fast and Furious Minute. Because what I noticed this time is that this movie starts with a lot more energy. Like, the first movie, and we're going to talk about the third minute soon. Okay, go ahead. like you know, when we get to eventually, in 2029 or whatever, the fast and furious a minute for too fast too furious there's so much happening in the first minute the second minute the third minute like compared compared to the first movie which even though we have the truck jacking it feels like there's not a ton going on i agree See, there's like colors and there's brightness and there's cars and there's people and there's all this different stuff and i yes. feel like that's exciting the other thing that i want to point out in this regard is i can't wait to get to the scramble minute because there's so many license plates that you're gonna have to catch and you're gonna spend like all day one day writing down license plates of the scramble oh, yeah
1: i a thousand percent will
0: what else do you got what else do you want to talk about before uh we talk about everything else later with chris
1: my general new lab observation which isn't a new lab observation but is a new lab observation it's like even mendez is fucking gorgeous in yeah this movie. i wrote
0: that i i said that out loud i was like she is very attractive
1: <laughs> she's so gorgeous in, throughout this movie and like it's always like st- it's stunning how beautiful she is in, like, parts of this film. And I'm just, like, taken aback by it. Yeah. That was my general creepy man observation of this lap. But my second observation of this lap is there is so much fucking Pepsi advertising in this movie, which I got from the Fast and the Furious Minute. Hmm. It's okay. There's, like, he drives the car into a Pepsi sign... Then when they're in Barstow, there's, like, a big Pepsi <laughs> hold on, sign. Hold
0: on one second. I'm sorry. What? Your wife, Rachel, shout out Rachel, just texted you and me and said, all right, Joe, keep it in your
1: pants. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> all right, continue. Yeah, and so he drives He drives the car into a Pepsi sign in the beginning, like, the, the guy that veers off the road, like, that Brian jumps. He drives, like, right into a huge Pepsi billboard, and then they go to Barstow. He, like, hits another, like, he... There's, like, another Pepsi sign there. So, sorry, now I'm distracted. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm but, yeah,
0: people. I mean, we're, we'll talk about the other New Lab observations when Chris joins us. But those are – I do like that we're sort of viewing things from, like – I feel like these are the kind of things we have to say up front because otherwise we're going to have to still do so much explaining in the back half. There's another thing that, you know, in the beginning of the movie when they have the street race – and they call in Brian that, like, they're like, we need a fourth because Joaquin is doing the night shift or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they call in Brian. I was like, I bet Joaquin's the kind of character that's going to be in You Are My Lifespan. Just like this character who's named but not here that our friend can just...
1: Anton, Anton's favorite character in You Are My Lifespan is the guy that she describes for, like, two paragraphs and then goes, but he didn't have a name because I didn't care <laughs> about. He brings it up all the time, like the guy with no name, that she, like, describes the whole character was just like, he doesn't have a name. He's the original Mr. Nobody. I guess, yeah. I guess. So, of
0: of note in this movie, there is no necklace, there is no chain, we cannot take There's a walk memory chain. There's many chains. There are other there, chains, but this chain many is not in this movie. Brian, all movie long, for the most part, wears a West Coast Choppers shirt, Which is and really cool, their and logo is now. the Iron Cross Maltese Cross.
1: Essentially a cross, Sort of, kind of. Yeah.
0: But you said that there's another chain he's wearing early on in the movie, too?
1: No, just a lot of people are wearing chains. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a lot of chains. There's a lot of jewelry in this movie. Like, everyone has a chain on, except Brian, that I remember. Oh, shit, it's Brian. Obviously not Dom's chain, so.
0: So we can't really do that here. And then, you know, next week... We're going to see it at the very, very end. Or next episode, we'll see it at the very, very end, maybe, I think, right? Because yeah, it's it's, a, so. it's there, right? Because he gets it back. I think but, so.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Because that's, that's the whole thing. When he goes back there, he gets the chain or whatever. But we'll talk about that when we get to Tokyo Drift. So the last thing to do before we take a break is the Fast and the Furious Minute, I'm Minute sorry. 3, audio. Here. minute that we're talking about right and this is the second of three minutes that has no dialogue so like my main thrust my main goal in capturing all the dialogue once again nothing here
1: there's there's no dialogue it's just a lot more driving and shooting and stuff so i got some new stuff so what do we get we get we ended the last one he's climbing into the cab he climbs into the cab the driver pulls out a bat he's like swinging it at him yep we're assuming it's vince right shoots him with like this thing that looks like like a spider kind of yeah and it's apparently just like a tranquilizer because the guy just like passes out pretty much immediately
0: it's either like a, an electronic like a taser of some kind that's like an instant no. taser or like it's a trank dart because it looks electronic but it acts it so quickly that it seems sort of medical
1: it does it does it seems like they just ketamine him out or something right what i noticed is i was trying to figure out what the trucker's wearing and he has a okay i don't know how to say this word but I'm going to spell it. M-E-G-U-I-T-A-R apostrophe S hat, which is very hard to see because like of how they're flailing and stuff like that. Do you know what this company does or is? Meguita? Is is no, it, like, there's me... no T. There's no T. M-E-G-U-I-A-R-S. Meguiar's? Yeah. Do you know what they No. They're like Armorall. They make like waxes and like car shine and tire cleaner and all this kind of stuff. So he's wearing a hat that's advertising that. I couldn't make out what's on his shirt because it just flashes by too fast. And we were getting ready to record, and after like the sixth viewing of it, I was like, I can't fucking do this right now. (laughs) So, but yes, so I caught what's on his hat. Speed limit's 35 miles an hour off the exit.
0: This is the sign where we were saying before that the last minute when I when I was asking you about. uh, So yes, so the road is
1: closed, and they're trying to detour to New Dock Street, which we found on Google Maps, which looks much like it does in the movie. Yep. The thing that we need to know is that we thought that they take the New Dock Street exit. They don't. That's the detour exit sign, and they go through the construction, the road close signs. That's when, like, Letty pulls under the car. She does, like, the under truck move. And right? That's
0: what I was With really paying. Like, that was my big takeaway here, is I was sort of watching the ballet of the three cars. The one staying yeah. in front of the semi to not let the semi pass. The other two trying not to get like rocked off the street, yes. and it's like it's already a closed area, and then it closes even more for the construction zone. And obviously, yeah. we see the car in an iconic fashion driving to the semi. But I was just watching those three cars. That's like the real visual thing here. It's the three of them trying to a not die, but b also keep the head in the game. Get you, get you, get you, get you head in the game. Amen. But also keep the truck in the middle of the road and whatever. Because we know in Too Fast Too Furious, not all cars can survive semis like they get fucked up
1: it kind of like just tapers off and they sh- cut to a shot of la which
0: i like Like this is the first of it the three beautiful. minutes that ends in a really nice way yeah
1: i don't think they timed it like that but the third minute ends in like a la la land kind of shot of a downtown la but that's what happens and then um that's it yeah no dialogue the whole minute well
0: we will be back in two weeks for the fourth minute but before we get there we cannot count our chickens before they're hatched we're going to take a break we're going to bring in chris and we're going to talk about too fast too furious lap four
1: welcome back to too fast too forever lap four too fast too furious the movie lots of twos and four this episode is brought to you by miami five star the number one yacht rental service in miami their goal of miami five star rentals and yacht charters is to treat you and your valued guests as royalty and to make sure you are treated to an experience only miami five star yachts and charters and luxury boat rentals can provide cool. if you ever want to rent a yacht in miami check out Miami five-star yachts.
0: Well, Joe, we did our whole intro opening segment, which might have been the longest one we've ever done. It is uh, getting longer and longer each time. With us now to talk about Too Fast, Too Furious on Too Fast, Too Forever is someone who lives in the city where Brian drove from in the first movie, took that turbocharged prelude all the way across the country from Southern California to to Miami, stopping to meet Minka Kelly and Racing Kids... We have, and I know how to say it now, Chris Malika. Hello, Chris. Hey there, everybody.
2: How are you guys Thank doing? you
0: so much for joining us.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm just a fanboy. That's you know, well, it comes down to. I love that, that Fast it. and Furious world. You know, we are all awesome. fanboys
0: of this world because they are just such good movies that obviously we will think of that. What other movies, what other franchise could you really watch forever and not get tired Fire of? Loop.
1: Yeah,
2: Harry Potter.
0: Really oh,
2: good call. I watch Sorry. a ton of Harry Potter. I just go through that every two I was watching years. it this yeah. weekend.
1: Oh, this weekend? I was watching, Yeah, it was on like it was on like USA or TNT or I don't know. They played there was like a Harry Potter weekend going on and like every time it's on, it just goes on my TV. Sorry.
0: Well, that's also a franchise that you used to fall asleep to or no?
1: Yeah, I do fall asleep to it too. But what's your favorite Harry Potter movie? What's, what's
2: the I best think one? it's 7 it's the uh, part 1 of the last one. It's uh Deathly Hallows part Ooh. 1. It's a little dark. That's, that's really a good choice. fun. Like, they go into the... They, the dragon goes into the mine and everything. It's good times.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, so now, Chris, I have a question for you. We have a bunch of questions for you, but I'm going to start off with one. A ton of questions. This is the first one, and I cannot go any further without asking this question. How dare you allow Dolores on Westworld to be treated
1: like that? You like that? Oh. <sighs> Oh. Yes, I know. I was waiting to see. I was going to bring it up gently later. On, My feeling Jesus. now
2: is, I created Westworld. The way it is is because I rejected her. She goes, kills oh, that guy God. for the first time. You're welcome. Oh,
1: thank you. You are the inciting incident. I'm the I am the inciting incident. I have retconned the whole thing. He wow. did. I know. I was so <laughs> late to break into it early. And Joey just guns ablazing. <laughs> Went right after me. That's great. I'm a huge Westworld fan. I am. So we play
0: a game at the end of every podcast episode, Chris, as you've heard probably, Mm -hmm. that uh, we find random people on Twitter and we just say, boy, do we have a podcast for you. And so I was sitting in the movie theater about to see some movie and I saw that you had tweeted, I think it was about, like, who's the most famous Brian? And you said, what about the Brian from Fast and Furious? And I said, boy, do we have a podcast for you? And, like, instantly you're like... If you ever need someone to talk about it, I'm here for you. And so I sent your Twitter thing to Joe, and I was like, "Check this guy out! Like, we're gonna have him on the show or whatever." And he's like, "This dude was in Westworld."
2: And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's, man. Like, that's first instantly. thing instantly." <laughs> he was just like, "This dude was in Westworld." Don't pay too much close attention. They've given me uh, they gave me such a small hat. They didn't have any <laughs> hat that fit me. And so if you watch me in that clip, it's a tiny it's a <laughs> tiny hat. A you're silly, you're, no you're, you're pulling
0: it off. Like I didn't even notice that. I was just noticing Dolores.
2: I did, I didn't notice it.
1: For sure, I turned her down. I created Westworld. You're welcome. <gasps> so, man, oh how man, how was it? How was it? Can you tell us a little bit about it? Just because, like, now I'm just curious. Like, I'm just fanboying out. So like, it was you... awesome.
2: Uh Like, yeah. essentially, we were in the middle of nowhere for like two nights. Where did just they shoot it at? at that house? It was up. It was up north. I. It's now several years off. Like, I shot it, and it didn't shoot for an. It didn't show for an entire year. And Damn. but it was up in the desert. This house was in the middle of nowhere. While we were shooting, you could hear coyotes did they build was. the house
1: or did the house exist
2: no the house existed so we met like okay. the owner of the house and everything i'm forgetting that the director's name he also directed the descent he was awesome neil marshall that's it just two nights in the middle of nowhere pretending that's to be so a cowboy cool. and the guy who played the guy who was uh, trevor in grand theft auto me and him hung oh. out for a bunch <laughs> in the middle of the
1: night oh that's so cool just, that's just so talked. cool yeah it's great i love it that's love really that. cool I'm super jealous, man. That's awesome. We play like a, a similar game for Fast and Furious, and we're like, you know, like what what character do you want to be mm-hmm. in these? And like, we never pick like Brian or Dom, right? Like, we always have to like <laughs> pick like like somebody. So like, if I had to pick a character to be in Westworld, I would be your character. Like, that's a great character to be to be like, oh yeah, like, well, I started Westworld, you know? Yeah, like, you know, like, bah, <laughs> they don't like. give me that credit, and everyone's like, you're gonna come <laughs> back, right? And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm never coming back. <laughs> but still, you're like, hey, Jersey Westworld. Like remember that remember that dude that like snubs the Norse the first time like that's that's me. Remember the guy with the tiny <laughs> hat. That's his character.
2: Right <laughs> I think it's sketchy guest. I think that's the name of my na- my character. Sketchy Ooh,
0: guest. You know, we I guess we'll refer to you now as Chris sketchy guest, Malika. So there we go. Sinister guest. Sinister
1: guest. Thank you. Guess. Guess. Thank Ooh, you. There is. you go. That was what it was. Sinister. Yes, yeah, sinis- sinister. That's, that's
0: way harsher. I know, I guess. Now let us transition. Let's do a hard pivot into these movies. Is there anything that links, aside from you, I guess, is there anything that links Westworld to The Fast and the Furious? I like
1: being the link between so. those two. Thank you for that.
2: <laughs> of course.
1: Yeah, that's the There's perfect one. think link. links those two. I'm not sure. I feel like there has to be some characters that overlap somewhere, right? Probably. Like, I think we're gonna get some. I bet. I bet like a lot of the characters from Westworld like eventually be come into the fast. Well, League.
0: you know what I can see. So like they, as HBO was trying to preserve its future fortunes by saying, hey, don't cancel now that Game of Thrones is over. We've got other shows. And they did that yes. uh, trailer for Westworld Season 3, and it's just Aaron Paul. I can see Aaron yes. Paul in this world. Because Aaron Paul was in the Need for Speed movie. Yep. I can see him in this kind of world. So maybe he will be the future Link that ties the two together. I don't know. We've got
2: two more movies. We've got time for him. Oh, we
0: got nothing but time. <laughs>
1: nothing but time.
0: So now, Chris, I'm assuming the answer is yes, but have you seen all eight of these movies? Several times. Do you remember the first time that you saw... This one this in particular,
2: one. Too Fast, Too Furious. Uh, so I think it was now about, uh, it was around the time that The 7th was coming on, on like digital or okay. streaming or whatever, okay. and I had never watched a single one of them.
0: Wow, so this cool. is even more recently. Came in late. Me. Okay, yeah. okay. I yeah.
2: literally was like, I just turned to my wife, she's a completist, she likes watching everything all the way through, and I said, I yep, want to watch all the Fast and Furiouses in a week. And so we just sat down in one week and watched all of them, one a night. I love it. I love it. Actually, cool. two and three were in one night. We heard they were the okay. lesser ones. We gave them fair due, but they they were grouped together. I guess it's four or five years ago now.
1: So you just you just got like the shot. You were just you were coming off one, no weight, late to the game, and you just went into two. How did you feel about it? How do you feel about two now? How did you feel about it then? Two then was it was a little bit of a
2: letdown. One was weird there's something about one that is so strange like the soundtrack is happening the score is happening and all of a sudden soundtrack comes on top
1: yeah it, <laughs> yeah
2: the movie just is kind of doing its own weird thing and then the second one came and it just it for me it was a little bit of a letdown Okay. I think it. I think it almost lost us. Wow. Okay. Oh.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Okay. That's how I felt then. No, oh yeah, that's fine. No I have worries. slightly
2: different feelings after watching the
1: other day. Had you seen it in between then? Yes. So you saw it a couple times. Like you've seen it in between then, but you just rewatched it now, and and you feel different about so it. Okay. we
2: did a whole rewatch before the eighth in the movies, and then we've okay. also been trying to sell them to people for years. We go around just like,
1: hey, you should watch the series. Everyone's like, why would I watch that? We can relate. (laughs) We can relate. Trust me. (laughs) If there's any two guys here that can feel your sentiments, it's us. It's a religion. It's a religion where you're like, come on,
2: you should just just get in. Stop worrying about if it's cool or not. Just watch these movies. They're fun, man. Give me 20 minutes. Yes. (laughs) Give me six movies. Give me five. (laughs) Give me five movies. Get to the fifth. You know, we've talked that's a lot what, that's about... That's
0: what we always say, yeah. In recent episodes, we've talked a lot about how, like, you don't need to start with the first one. You could start with the first, or really, you could start with this one, not that you would want to, but you can start with one, you could start with two, or three, or four, or I came out with five. five. You know, like, there's oh, a we lot of different with entry points. I yeah. kind
2: of disagree. I feel like you have to go through it. Really? Okay. otherwise you don't know the characters. Five felt so satisfying, and I don't mean to make this about five. Five felt so satisfying because all these weird divergent characters... All of a sudden, came together. You're like, "Oh, everyone's
1: here! It's the yes. Justice League of, yes! the, of the franchise." Yeah, it is. And when Han comes Avengers, in, I was like, yeah, yeah, bringing yeah. back Han!" I was so psyched, man. <laughs> exactly, because Han's like the best character in three, yeah. and you're like, "Holy shit!" And then he comes back. My take on it was, I just did a re-list of how I would show them to somebody that's like kind of a doubter, right? Like somebody that somebody that's like kind of down on it. You give them five because that's like just you have everyone and i know that like you know you're missing like you have to get over the like having han come back and stuff like that but if you wanted to hook somebody i think you have to give them five first to just be like this is everyone this is the action this is where we get to and it doesn't tell them too much about the end and it doesn't tell them too much about the beginning and you can kind of jump start them there if they like i mean they're gonna like five if they like five then you're like okay let's go back to one could you bring them back because all of a sudden it's a different movie it's a different game. One is so grounded. I think you can.
2: I, I know that's a weird I, thing I to say about Fast and the Furious. It's the most grounded <laughs> yeah, it,
1: is. it is. But it is, though.
0: Like, it's it's the smallest and the most grounded and the sort of most, not cohesive, but it's realistic. Realistic. Yeah, almost, yeah, I like
2: right. using
1: these words for
0: it. So before we get too much further, I sort of have a, a little bit of an inkling here on how this might go. But, you know, no pressure here. But how would you rank these movies from favorite to least favorite? What's your favorite one? 8th all in between 1 through 8
2: Fast 5 Furious 7 Fast and Furious 6 Fate of the Furious Wow okay The Fast and Furious The Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift Too Fast Too Furious And Fast and Furious Number 4 Goes
1: last Okay. Yeah. So when we did our pre rankings, I had a list kind of similar. I had four very low and the more that we've been watching four, the more it's it's grown on me. Really? Joe was yeah, Joe
0: was terrified to watch four again. He's like, I think I, it was, I, eight, I was four, I four. That's like no man, like yeah. four's good. I, I'm worried to watch two. And actually now it's eight. Like we're both like, Oh boy, eight but you know, four is I think four is a, a it's, a it's, you know, it's a it's a soft reboot of one, but I think it's a low key good movie.
2: Well, it's kind of, it's very depressed is, I guess, what my feeling is. Like, Letty True. dies pretty early on and mm-hmm. so, like, the mood is kind of somber. hmm They're yeah, getting the is. gang back together but they're, like, mellowy. It's
0: True. Yeah. What I like about it, though, is that it's really, it just focuses on Dom and Brian and Mia and that's it. Like, right. it's, you know, there are other characters in there, of course, and that's where we meet Gal. I mean, how can you how can you hate a movie where we meet Giselle? Like, Giselle you're is our right. everything.
2: I, I liked uh, Wreck-It Ralph, too, because...
0: Oh, she's great in that. Fuck
1: yeah. She plays Fast and Furious. She plays <laughs> Giselle. Yeah, she does. She plays
0: Fast and Furious. She's in the Fast and Furious scene. As they're Tokyo drifting around a Japanese restaurant. Like, it's great. It is so it's good. so good. I get, I get where you're coming from. I think it's, it is definitely a somber movie, because that's another thing that, you know, we had someone on last episode who had never seen any of these movies and he's like i can't i can't i sort of can't wait to see what they do with letty we're like well
1: (laughs) don't get too excited because she's not (laughs) in two not in
0: three barely in four not in five not really letty in six and then finally in seven she's back to herself but like it takes a while for her to be letty again and now she's back on board with nine after they hired a female writer so like michelle rodriguez is taking care of business over there that's Um, awesome now before we talk about the movie, well, actually, yeah, before we talk about the movie, we've got the either-or lightning round, so we've got a lot of questions, and oh, since you've yes. seen all eight movies, you can answer all these questions. So here's... So get ready for a needless amount of Off questions. Off the cuff.
1: Ooh. Off the cuff. Just whatever, right. whatever you're feeling.
0: To shout okay. out to another show on our network, to shout out uh, Kyle Reinfried's Foodie Films, this is your gut instinct, just whatever feels Ooh. right
1: when
2: you hear it first.
1: I like it. Go ahead.
0: Are you more of a Brian or a Dom?
2: I think I'm more of a Dom. Okay. Oh. I, I I know that there's a lot of Brian in me, but there's something very uh, I think the gravity thing about Dom hits me in the gut, and okay. uh, everything just gets pulled to you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. Yeah. I, got, I pl- think Dom. Y- you walked right into that. That yep. was beautiful. Thanks.
0: Uh, are you more of a Mia or a Letty? And
2: then I'm more of a Mia. I think Letty's a hothead.
0: Okay, I feel like I feel like Dom-Mia is, is an interesting combo. I don't think
1: we've had that We don't get a lot times. of Dom-Mias. Yeah, we don't get a lot of
2: Dom-Mias. <laughs> I'm just a Toretto family, is what I'm saying. Oh, that's okay. that's okay. a good call. You know, I'm yeah. running the chop shop, and I'm also running the sandwich shop. Okay,
1: yeah. You're the, you're the foundation of the family from both sides. Yep, there you go.
0: We've only been um. talking to him for about 20 minutes now before we start recording and recording. I feel like I already know the answer to this question. Are you a Roman or a Tej? Ooh, I'm a Roman. Of course you are. For sure, for sure. <laughs> I mean that yeah, complimentary. Taking an answer, but yes, yeah. you, you have to be a Roman. Like you're just, yeah. you're just too bubbly. You're too. You want to talk, like. I feel like you're like kind of like a puppy. Just like I want to talk to people. Like let's just, like just talk about That's the Fast and Furious. I like that. You. Is
2: kind of it. Yeah.
0: Are you more of a Deckard or an Owen?
2: Yeah, you know who I want to be. I want to be Shaw, of course. But well, which I'm which I'm Shaw? Sure. They're both Shaws. They're both yeah, yeah. Well, I want to be. uh I want to be the one to team up
1: with Hobbs. Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah. I want to be
2: the titular Shaw. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) the titular Shaw. Although he killed my man, Han. Justice for Han.
1: Justice for Han. Han. Hashtag
2: justice for Han. They're going to retcon that somehow. They have to. They have to fix it. I hope so. I hope that's kind of... killed Han.
0: I don't want that to be a major thing in Hobbs and Shaw, but I kind of want that to be addressed a little bit. Like, I know that Hobbs is not necessarily the character he needs to apologize to, but... I feel like for us to truly root for Shaw, we kind he of needs need to come
1: back and say, like, this is what happened, really, and something. Yeah, I agree. And it's yep. not him, after all. Yeah. Oh, I would like
0: that.
2: it's some big person. It's like Charlize or somebody.
0: Oh, yeah. Or Ooh. Keanu Reeves, who might be in the movie. I don't oh. know. Oh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs>
2: no, he really <laughs> That'd be is. It's a dream come true. Be... Well,
0: there's rumors no, that he's in it. We're not sure if he's going to be in it or not, but that's the, that's the current rumor on the internet, so we're going to, fingers crossed for that. I uh, love for that. Us. Chris, are you more into American muscle or import
1: cars? American muscle. A lot of people are, yeah. Oh, come on, you... they're just
2: beautiful cars.
1: I agree, man. Them. Yeah, no, there's no judges. It's just like everybody, everybody's always going muscle. I'm trying to get somebody on the imports team with me. But... <laughs> okay. Come on over to the dark side. Exactly. Brian. Supers are cool. Supers are cool. Are you
0: more into coronas or Belgian ales?
2: I am as a person more into Belgian ales, but okay. I'm sitting here because we're doing this, drinking a Corona. Amen. Oh, man after our own hearts. I had Jeez. to do it. You guys invited yeah. me in and I was like, "Well, let me just break out some Coronas." Part of the family now. So
1: I will say
0: Belgian ales, but Corona on special occasions. Are you So this is a little bit more abstract. Are you more of a racer or a designer? Are you the one who's actually out there in the field doing it? Were you the one in the shop putting the car together?
2: I'm going to go racer. Okay. Ooh. that's a tough one. Yeah,
0: that is a tough one. Yeah. Two, they're very distinct. Like you can't. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're either one or the other. And I feel like a lot of the people on here are designers. I feel like we don't have too many racers. So it's good to know we can send you out there you're and down. just do that thing.
2: There you yeah, go. You're
0: just down. Chris, if you won ten million dollars or eleven, or one or stole or however you want to
1: phrase this question,
0: <laughs> eleven million dollars, and you went to Monte Carlo, would you bet it all on black or on red?
1: Uh, always bet on black. Always on black. Okay.
0: Tails never fails Always red and black Would you rather Jump a car Into a plane Like they do At the (laughs) end of Fast and Furious 6 Love it Or out of a plane Like they do in Furious 7
2: Into a plane Okay Because it's safer Yeah well and also Like there's more conclusion That's true I'm going out of the plane Where am I going What's happening that's next? True. Well, you you kind of have to assume. Yeah, but this Paris, is, yeah, there's an
0: unwritten part of the question that there is a GPS tracker in your car that you're gonna you're gonna be guided to where you need to go. But still, that's not really conclusive. That's mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing once I land.
2: Yeah, you're like driving into the plane. The plane's done. Or it, it kind of also happens in seven when he drives into that little drone helicopter.
0: Hmm. Uh, and true. it also in eight when Dom drives into the plane that charlie's uh that ciphers flying around a lot of cars into planes in the latter movies for sure which
1: all stems from here from the second one when we drive a car car onto a boat (laughs) that is true where it all begins i think two
2: actually establishes a number of things that the series starts to do bigger and better
1: yes i agree
0: chris is the word oil one syllable or two
2: (laughs) i think it's two i
0: i heard this on the last love it and uh (laughs) my head is perplexed makes me so happy oil this is another question that comes from the latter movies. Would you rather die in a fiery explosion or drowning in ice water?
1: Oh, fiery explosion. Whew. Yeah, it's more badass. I agree. Okay.
2: Without a doubt. Plus you're I hate just kind of incinerated.
0: Yeah. Picture for a second that we are in a tower in Dubai. Joe and I are off trying to steal a car, trying to get it out of there, who knows how. And we say, "Chris, I want you to distract this room. You need to go out there Distract them with a song. Sing something for them. What song are you what singing? Song?
1: I I think it's Baby Got Back. Ooh, ooh, great choice. Yeah, that's a great choice. I mean, like everybody knows all the words. Everybody we get hype about it. Crowd favorite a good choice. Crowd favorite, easy play. Yeah, you can get everybody into it. I like it.
0: Last episode when we had Michael on, he was talking about why he chose the song he chose, and he was saying that you know it's it's one that you don't you, you want to know the lyrics, but I think even if you forget the lyrics of this, the beat is so kind of funky that if you're listening to it like a karaoke track like you can just sort of like
2: freestyle over it or something you know what I mean so yeah and the party's going people are hopping around yeah
0: Chris Revenge of the Nerds or the Dark Knight
2: oh what a good question
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was raised on the Revenge of the Nerds okay amen but I
2: kind of want to pick Dark Knight
1: ooh brooding Um,
2: yeah I kind of want to stand on top of a building edge and look over the city do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the last question in the series of questions we're going to have much more later do you have a favorite character in these
2: movies I, I think I revealed myself earlier it's Han it's yeah. without a doubt Han yeah Hobbs is a pretty close second Hobbs is awesome he's amazing
1: yeah Dom's is great.
2: Veggies first.
0: You know I love my veggies first. All right. Each lap of the show, every time we go through all eight movies, we have a different question that sort of kicks off our discussion. And this lap, because we're taking a walk-down memory chain and we're tracking the necklace from movie to movie, even though the necklace is not in this movie because Dom's not in this movie. It's not. The question, though, we're we're kicking things off, though is, Chris, when you think of Too Fast, Too Furious, what is the first thing you remember? Like, what is your most vivid image, your most lasting memory? Person,
1: car, place, movie, anything. Anything about this movie. Like, When when
0: somebody says Too Fast, Too Furious, what's the first thing you think of? I
2: honestly think of Roman saying, Brian, because he says it so particular that it became the place where I just started going, wow, that is a really lame name for the hero (laughs) of a movie franchise but it's because of that name that you're here now so how old of the
0: name is it really so
2: it worked out that my the thing I hated is the thing that brought me there
0: in I think it's in Fate of the Furious when he's talking to Tej about Ramsey and he's like yo Barstow is exotic to her like his accent the way he says Brian it's exotic
1: (laughs) it is exotic (laughs) <laughs> I agree.
2: I'll have to. I'll have to get back up to that again. And...
0: Oh, maybe if Brian was still around, if you know, if Paul hadn't passed and they hadn't written Brian off, maybe if Ramsey had heard him say Brian's name, or maybe, maybe, oh, Joe, Chris, Fast or Fast and Furious Nine, whatever it's going to be called, Fast Nine, your seatbelts,
1: Fast Nine, your seatbelts, yeah.
0: When he's talking to the baby Brian, if he says yeah. Brian that way, maybe that's when Ramsey's like, "Ooh, exotic accent, oh. I'm in." Maybe that's baby what we need, Brian. Baby
1: Brian. (laughs) Brian. Joe, what about you? What's
0: the first thing you think of?
1: We ain't hungry no more, cuz. That's it. Every time. (laughs) We ain't hungry no more, cuz. Yeah, that's it. I think of that. I think of West Coast Chopper Mm t-shirts. But that's a close set. Like... If you like, we ain't hungry. Like that's the first thing that comes in yeah. my mind.
0: You know, it's it's one of two things for me, and I think they're the two. One's a very big moment. We talked about already, which is the boat scene. But I think you know, like jumping the car into the boat. Yeah. But I
1: think. Yeah.
0: You know, I wish it was the stare and drive. It that's not. It's not in. It's not burning it's not in my brain. It's not
1: top. No. I think the I first agree. thing I
0: think of is the rat on the chest.
1: Oh it's a pretty jarring moment heating up the bucket
0: and just you know yeah. don't worry when you can hear him it's when he stops making noise that's when you have to worry yeah I don't love that scene like I've talked about in past episodes I think that like things slow down a bit too much there but still that is like a crazy thing that happens in this movie that is it's in my brain.
2: it's also the introduction of that character yeah. that the entire movie is based off like hinges on his morality he True. deciding when to call the cops in he talks in the rat scene about his family and then later on you see him look at a picture of I guess his family, decide whether or not to call the cops in. Ooh. If he had decided to be a better cop, Brian oh, and cop. Roman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would have changed the That guy is the hinge of this movie. He is the you of That's the movie. That's crazy World to think universe. about. Yes, he's the me. <laughs>
0: Chris is to Westworld as Rat Chest Detective is to the Fast and Furious.
1: The guy from, he's and he's from Sons of Anarchy. Don't forget. And also
2: he was in, uh, he's in the Batman series as well. He's in oh, yeah. the and stuff. Oh, that's I right, he's yeah. A,
1: he's a crooked cop in there, isn't he?
2: Yep. And he's also oh. the guy in, I don't know if you guys know Seinfeld, the guy who's like, his mother
1: was a mother His father was Wait, a Wait,
2: what? Yeah, he's oh. in that scene.
1: No way. Yup oh my god, see, we have this long going thing where Joey's never seen Seinfeld and I'm a huge Seinfeld fan, so I'm always like oh, this person was in Seinfeld, he's like, I don't know because I've never seen it, and I'm like, how the fuck have you not seen Seinfeld? <laughs> but I'm yeah, it's, it's a recurring theme that we have yeah. here. But no, I can't believe he was in Seinfeld too, holy yep. fuck.
0: So now this is pretty low on your list, it's, I think you said 7th of eight. but I mean, is this a movie like, do you like watching this movie, is this a movie that you like? Because I, I feel like what we say all the time like time and time again is that even a bad Fast and Furious movie is a good movie, right? So, like, is this a movie that you enjoy watching, or is it sort of a chore to get through one of your less favorite Fast and Furious movies?
2: When I watched it the other day, I I actually really enjoyed watching it. I think the problem for me, and and I don't know if this is a place to talk about it yet, was that what's great about the Fast and Furious series is generally you have no idea what's happening. Mm -hmm. Like, they're going to take down a submarine by having a heat-seeking missile follow a car. Sure. Okay. Didn't know that was going to happen, but it happened. Sure. This one, I knew everything that was going to happen. There was never
1: any tension. No twists for you. Nothing's a surprise. It's pretty direct. Yeah. Now that you say that, it's 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 the pretty like it's a pretty linear Fast and the Furious. Like you kind of see where everything's. Besides them bringing in Roman, right? Like which yeah. even like hinted that they are going to do. There's no real surprises in this movie. Like they're they're laying everything out for you. I can agree with that. Even the ejector seats. They're like the ejector seats. Yep. We're going to put ejector seats, in. <laughs> and you're like. Okay. And Brian, like, taps on the side of the car. He's like, for these. The <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And you're like... We're going to use these later. And even yeah. when,
0: when... Right before they're about to use them, Brian says to Roman, so, Roman, we only got one more trick, huh? And Roman's like, yep, you know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Weird thing about Brian's is Brian's doesn't work in the end.
1: If he had tried to use it earlier... It wouldn't have worked. Jimmy is a two-bit mechanic. He says it when he raps and plays playing cards. He says <laughs> that he's an underpaid two-bit mechanic. So
0: I kind of felt bad. Like, this time around, I thought that Brian and his, you know, one of Card Roan's right-hand man, the, the guy who was in the car with him, I felt like they had a bond.
2: They did. They had a little did. relationship. It was very
0: nice. And I felt bad that he had to, like... Get fucked over.
1: Kill him? Yeah. Yeah. Well no, he doesn't kill him. He's he survives, right? Yeah. Yeah, he survives. We he we arrested. see him like yeah. After they beat the
2: crap out of him and they kick him one too many times for my personal taste, they actually leave him on the car. The last shot of him is they took him off the ground and they put him on the car.
1: Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that that makes sense. Like, we, we always, like, I lose track of whether people live or die in these movies sometimes. Especially, like, lower characters are only in, like, one, one movie. I'm like, did he live or die? But, yeah, he's he's alive. He gets arrested at the end.
2: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they were friends. It was very nice. He actually compliments his driving.
0: Earlier, like, a couple scenes earlier, he's like, I can't take the wheel. I don't know how to drive. And I was like, how do you not know how to drive? Yes. And be oh, yeah. like, this guy's, like, lieutenant in his, you know drug empire or whatever you know what I mean Like, and
1: Miami's not like a not like a walking city no, right it's like, not. so like how did you not learn how to drive like were you just like very good at following some parts of the law and you're like you know some kind of like immigrant that could never get a license like I don't understand what's going on here it's very strange I agree how did you not learn how to drive in Miami like you have to drive in Florida
0: weird it's weird you know what I think is the most unbelievable part of this movie? And I think we might have talked about it a little bit in past laps. What? The fact that Brian can be in a towel and get to the race in four minutes. Like, he has to get dressed, they get keep to where, saying where
2: that car four is. Minutes.
1: They keep saying it, too. Specifically, four minutes, not five minutes. Because five, five minutes means 10 minutes, 20 minutes, right? So, like, basically, minu- four minutes. Four minutes, means minutes. Four minutes. He says it to Brian. Exactly. And then he goes to everyone else. He's like,
2: race starts in four minutes. And then a whole bunch yep. of
1: shit happens.
0: But, like, he's got to drive. A ways and figure, even if he's like a mile away, he's got to get dressed, which takes to put on sho- like socks and shoes and pants. Thirty and shirt. seconds,
1: thirty seconds max, right? Max th-
0: I would say no. I think to put on to put on shoes
2: tight enough to dry. I feel. Say 45 to a minute.
1: No, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, maximum you could get it done in is 30 seconds.
2: Oh, fastest. You like, get it that's
1: if you had them on, like, a wire and you jumped into them. <laughs> exactly, yes. If you, did, if you were, like, doing a costume change, like, Lady Gaga yeah. costume change style, like, at that point, maybe 30 seconds.
0: So then he's got to go to get his car, which I don't – we don't know where it is because it's, like, you know, these quick cuts – but you can see that the ground, possibly out front, the ground. No, because the ground is like it's. He's on like white linoleum. I don't know if the it's garage in a garage, yeah. But like, it's not just like out front. Like, if we saw, you know, last episode, Joe, we talked about the Turbocharged Prelude. We saw that little house. Like, if he just jumps out to the street, like that is believable. But if he's got to like open a garage, open a garage, no, door, no get garage in the car, door
1: takes takes less than 15, 15 seconds to open. Right? Isn't he staying on that boat? Me? I don't think so. I've got lots of questions. I've got
0: lots of questions about. Living. He seems like he's in a house.
1: He he seems like he's in a house in the first one. I don't think he's in Tej's boat yet. Is he staying in like Tej's garage? Possibly. So wait, Maybe that's that. Tej's. I
2: think he's. I think that's he's in Tej's, Tej's garage. Boat they come to
1: later. Yes. Brian asks Tej if Roman can have his cot, and he says, "Yeah, show him around."
2: And Brian's sleeping in Tej's bed because even Mendez appears later at Tej's <sighs> bed. I thought Brian also had a houseboat. I thought they all lived in a houseboat community. I thought it was kind of cute.
0: No, Brian definitely does not have money for a houseboat unless he's renting from Miami Five Star. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shout out Miami Five Star.
0: I don't know, but anyway, so then he's got to get in the car, wherever it is, drive. He's got to get onto the freeway, drive a ways, and then still show up and still be fine. Like, and if, if you figure, and I think it, you might even see it in this movie, like he's got to sort of navigate through like a horde of crowd of people, mm-hmm. right?
1: Like he can't just like. That's what pull I'm saying. Like it would line. take him four minutes to get from the back of that crowd to yeah, the start line. Slowly starting. honking, driving. Sl- like, even if they knew it was him and they clear out when they see him, it's still going to take them like a minute and a half to get yeah. through there. Wow. Four minutes, man.
2: But he
0: does
1: it. He does it because he's Brian.
0: On a similar note to the housing situation, I have another question about this. When we meet Roman, he's at the Derby, right? And he's in his car and he's, you know, wrecking yes. shit.
1: Number 68, by the way.
0: Shout out, Fast and Furious Minute. And uh, yeah. Carter, he's got, he's under house arrest and the like. Yes. And Bilkin says to him, I didn't think you could stray this far from your house. He's like, why do you think I park at the Derby? So two questions (laughs) for you. If you're in an RV, is house arrest, does that matter? Because you could just Uh, bring that anywhere.
1: From what I know about house arrest and how it works from close proximity is that it's very, very aggressive and that you could never use an (laughs) RV as your domicile if it could move.
0: So, okay. So that's the, because he says it in a way like, well, why do you think, my RV At is here because I need to. I exactly. need to be here. So okay. So say. For, so okay. So. <laughs>
1: Do you know how it actually works? Like this? Like GPS? Like th- I would imagine. Right. Probably now, but like back in the day, like when this movie was shot, there's like a receiver that would plug into your phone, and if you got further than a hundred yards away from the receiver, then it would auto dial your parole officer, saying huh. that you're you've left. Okay. And it would let them know that you've you've broken house arrest. That's how it used to work.
0: Okay. So say. That he's allowed to live in an RV, but the RV can't move. Are we to believe that the most important thing in his life is the Derby, and that's why he parked in the middle of what he seems like there. the desert?
1: Yeah, he, he would have to live in the Derby parking lot. Yeah, that's his home. Yeah, like he couldn't. That's where he's getting his money from. Yeah, that's true. But like,
0: you could just go somewhere else and get a different job. I understand. Like- also,
1: the part of the the house arrest that counts is like if you were like if you have a job, they can check into your job and you tell them like, hey, I leave from nine to midnight you're not on house arrest while you're at your job. Like, that's part of house arrest. Like, they can't not let you go to a job, right? Like, it's part of, like, rehabilitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if he was a demolition derby driver, he could just drive to the demolition derby and be like, I'm at the demolition derby, and as soon as it's over, he comes back home. Although,
0: I don't know if your job is demolition derby driver if you would be able to get the clearance to go for that. You know what I mean? Maybe, but maybe not.
1: I don't know. He could drive his fucking house around, so what the fuck's the difference? I I think the rule later on is
2: you don't let people like that behind the wheel of a car. Mm. Isn't that what OBS says? Here they are, this guy's under house arrest, and yet they let his job be, being behind the wheel of a car? That seems wrong.
0: I mean, Brian, I like Brian does really have to things. sell everyone on Roman, though, right? Like he's, He does. He's,
1: Everybody else is skeptical. He says, rightfully a, so. It's
0: a line that like, I've heard before. It was the first time I wrote it down. He's saying to Bilkins while they're watching him, he says, he's got some skills, but he's crazy as hell, I'm telling you. like Joking around like, you know, you're going to love this guy. He's crazy. And then Bilkins just looks at him like, what are you getting me into? And Brian quickly is like, but in a good way though, like he's the man for the job and he just has to keep selling everyone. Like he has to sell people on why the guy drinking a gallo soda is not the right guy. And then why Roman is the only guy who can do this job. Like this is all because of Brian.
1: He's Brian's Vince is
2: what Mm.
1: Roman is. Ah, that's right. Yeah that makes a lot of sense He is his Vince He's like the kid that he knew forever And like he's like the only mm-hmm. one That he trusts with this
0: I do yeah. wonder if like if, if Hobbs was in Miami I don't think Brian could Sweet talk Hobbes Into letting Roman Be a part of the crew
1: He sweet talks Hobbs Into some bullshit later That's true so.
0: <laughs> so Chris what are your What are your favorite Your favorite parts of this movie Hans non this movie Is your favorite character Do you have a favorite character In this movie I think it's Roman Okay It's Roman
1: Yeah it's an easy choice I think for me too
2: He's just so much more Yeah he's enjoyable The hungry thing And everything Yeah Brian's most interesting Characteristic in this movie Is that he's a nickname That we never hear again
0: (laughs)
1: Yeah Bullet Bullet (laughs) (laughs) Bullet Yeah Hey Bullet (laughs) They tried to do it We're like We're like We wonder if when they Changed directors That like he Like this was lost Or if they like Tried to plant this And maybe the crowd Didn't Perceive it the same way. Like, we always try to do that because, you know, you're changing directors and writers and stuff mm-hmm. in these movies. So, like, is it something that just flubbed or somebody forgot?
2: I feel like it was his, as he was undercover going across the country in
1: that, like, short film, that he was yeah. going by the name Bullet. Like, Bullet's coming to race. Ooh. Uh, here, come, here comes Bullet. Okay. Because you're right. He's running from the cops. Like, he mm-hmm. can't be found. That's a good nickname to have. Yeah.
0: Now, what do you think of, because this is a sort of a point of contention a little bit between me and Joe. But, Chris, what do you think of the way that Roman's character evolves? As the series goes on, I mean, you like *Fate of the Furious* more than both of us, but do you like where Roman goes from being sort of like this grounded, kind of goofy, like sort of animated but realistic character to suddenly being like every line has to be a joke? Like, do you do you see that as a natural evolution? Like, do you like? sort of new roman or do you what are your thoughts on how roman changes through these uh, eight movies
2: well isn't it the the nature of the fast and furious series to like be pushing people to like because there's so many people in the cast
1: everyone has mm-hmm. to play their one note perfectly yeah they have to be caricatures of themselves like they all have to become the most extreme versions of what they are he's just the thing where he makes jokes he's just
2: the thing where he's fast talking i think five is the one that redefines so many of the characters He's the guy who talks fast. So now he is now guy who talks fast. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It does switch at five. Especially
0: when you have to like you were saying earlier, like you have to bring in eight or nine people for this job. You're sort of the collection of everything, right? Like it's everybody has to be very clearly like who they are.
1: You've seen all of them, you know how this kind of works. Who do they have to kill off in nine? Who do they have to kill off?
2: I I think it has to be like someone like Roman or someone like it has to be someone who has been around for a while.
1: I think it ought to be like Roman Ortez, yeah. I think, but but then we're like, you can't kill off Roman Ortez. We already killed Letty once. Dom's not going anywhere. Brian's gone. But like, I think we've hit a point where like they have so many characters that they can't sustain this many characters in the movies anymore. Well, I think that's why that's why
0: they sort of broke Hobbs and Shaw off because they're so popular and they're such fun characters and you know two really big stars from just world like yeah. movies outside of this franchise. That by removing them from the core movies, you're able to give more time to the actual, you know, the core family members in the movie. So I think as much of a bummer as it is that Hobbs is probably not going to be a nine... I think they'll definitely be back for the tenth yeah.
1: one. I think they can't go further than ten, can they? Space. We always say we want space. That's, that's <laughs> the final frontier. Dude, it'll happen. In
2: 10, some car is going into space. You know it is.
1: They keep saying that they're not going to, but that's all that I pray for every time I watch these movies. Like, I just need a space race. Like, I just need two rockets racing each other in space, and that needs to be, like, the final scene of the Do movie. you think like, any of the cars will ever transform into a giant robot? Just go full transformer? As long as Shia... If Shia joins, then yes. <laughs>
2: if Shia's in? As long as he's yeah.
1: big-beard Shia. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As long as we get Shia in one of these movies, then I think the cars have a possibility of becoming a Transformer. There's so many more people. Are they going to bring back Suki? We want no. We want
2: Suki back so bad.
1: We want Suki back really, really bad. We've been craving that. Twinkie from Tokyo Drift. We want Twinkie back. Oh, yeah,
2: Twinkie. Com-
1: complete the rapper trio. Who was get... the other guy in the first Fast and ja Furious? Ja Rule. The last guy in their gang who's never come back. Lance? Yeah. Yeah, Lance was like... He doesn't die, though, right? Nope. Like, Lance isn't dead. He just, like, disappears. He drove Letty to the
2: hospital and then he never came back.
1: Yeah, yeah, we just don't see Lance anymore. I think he was kind of like low tier family though. He seemed like he like <laughs> added on at the end or something. They didn't really care about Lance too much.
0: The the early movies are in a way like Five in that there's just a whole bunch of characters around, but instead of having backstories for all of them, they're just like like there's that one conversation that Brian and Mia have at dinner, and she's like, "So he's just basically like, so who are all these people?" And she's like, "Well, he he grew up down the street, and she was down the street, and he was down the I street." I don't even
1: think she describes Lance in that no, story. No, she doesn't.
0: Lance is not mentioned.
1: <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. That he was always low tier family. Like he was like bottom of the barrel. I
0: don't know, man. And we
1: get Hector back, right? We get Hector yeah. to come back. Hector's in seven, yeah, basically so. in charge
0: of Race Wars. We get Vince back for a minute before he gets killed.
1: Yes, yeah, and five, yeah, or six. That's a good redemption yeah, for him. I like that. I agree. I have a question for you guys about this movie. I, I mean, like, I'm sure it's obvious, and I just missed it, and but I've seen this a million times now. Why is Carter Verone getting tracked by customs and not, like, the DEA?
0: Because I guess he's probably, maybe he's not just importing drugs, maybe he's importing other stuff from Cuba and But from I think, other... like, the
1: DEA kind of, like, supersedes all of this, right? Like, if it's drugs, it's it's always drugs first, and then, like, whatever else you find, you find. Like, is he just, like, smuggling in, like, car parts or something weird. He might, just like, be,
0: he might be in the imports-exports business. Like, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, it just it felt weird that they, they were dealing with customs. Like, they definitely went up one, right? Because, like, in the first first one, we deal with, like, cops and FBI. So then they go to, like, customs, though. It's like, it, it feels like Carter Verone would be dealing with drugs. Because he's in Miami. He's, like, doing shady shit across the border. You know, I, I kind of, like
0: in a weird way, appreciate that. Like, I feel the easy, obvious, sort of, cliche thing is for him to
2: just be dealing drugs but the fact that it's
1: customs they never mentioned they
2: never mentioned it, like what he's doing right and this is why this movie is like the lesser movie because it's just like
1: he's bad guy yeah and he's doing something shady and he's making a lot of money from it but we don't know what he's actually doing he smokes cigars he's got to be bad he smokes cigars yeah he wears he wears big goofy suits well he owns definitely the marina, bad guys right or
0: whatever he says like wherever the car is being held he owns that
1: right so oh, yeah. yes and the nightclub i think right Club Daisy? probably
0: I think he's just got his I think he's got his fingers in a lot of pies. You know what I mean? Like I think he's just involved in a lot of things and maybe the DEA is after him, but maybe it's also customs. Maybe just customs is who Brian linked up with and that's why we're seeing from that angle. You know what I mean? Like I don't know
2: Yeah, maybe. Here's a weird thing about what's the it? bad guy too. He's one of the friends from Goodwill Hunting. Oh. Okay. Okay. So what's even weirder about that is twice in the movie Brian says, How do you like them apples?
1: He does, doesn't oh. he? Twice. Fuck, I never caught that. Yeah, that's so strange. I caught the line,
2: but I never knew the the backstory of that. That's weird. So I'm wondering if someone said to Brian, hey, that guy's in like Goodwill Hunting. And he's like, how do you like them apples? And then just kept dropping it during the movie, and they're like, we can't edit
1: this shit out. (laughs) (laughs) He said it too many times. I catch this one, and I caught it again this time. That Suki is like driving on the first thing, and she says "move, bitch," like in the same tone as Ludacris' song "Move, Bitch." (laughs) And I'm like, "Oh, we just saw Ludacris." She says "move, bitch." Then you got "How about them apples?" Twice. Like this is just like a like this is comical at this point. Like
0: it's not as overt as over the top like references will be later. I don't think it's just kind of like here's just things that because I feel like a lot of the things they're being said. Not flatly, but they're not really you know, hammering them home. It's just, like, things that you could miss in theory. Or you could just think that it's just a saying or whatever. You know what I mean? But
1: Brian does a lot of bad acting, and then he does a lot of face acting at some point. I I hate when he gets mad at someone. Like, when he's on the boat, he does, like, very aggressive face acting. (laughs) And his, like, yelling, his yelling acting is really, like, bad, too. So I'm like, oh, man, this it gets rough to watch at some parts. Him getting in Roman's face when he's,
2: like, in Roman's face, and he just keeps on getting on his tippy-toes. And I don't know (laughs) if anyone told him
1: that, like, that's not threatening. (laughs) And they ADR a bunch of it over, too. So it's like, like, you see that he's not saying, like, what he's saying. And you're just like, oh, man, this whole thing is so weird. Yeah, they they definitely mailed in a bunch of this movie is what we always came to the conclusion of. that. like, this one was just like, I think Paul Walker wasn't really feeling it. Oh, and we know that him and Tyrese were, like, partying the whole time they were shooting this movie. Well, remember... Because like, we, they were, like, buds. The other thing that we
0: learned was that they wrote two scripts because they didn't know if Vin Diesel yes. was going to be back or not. And I feel like the movie that they might have wanted to make was the one with Dom. And then when mm-hmm. that didn't happen, they're like, well, we want to make this movie because the first one was so successful. It's not really the story that we... Like, the story that we can tell is not the one that we want to tell. So how can we tell a story that we don't hate or whatever. You know what I mean?
2: Well, apparently like his idea of Vin Diesel's idea was that he hated that they came back with a story that was completely separate from the first story. He wanted continuation, so he likes the idea of the serialization. He wanted like a sequel, mm-hmm. okay. And they were yeah, like, "Here's this sense. other story with these characters again." And you're like, "He's like, mm, no."
0: So I have a question about the heist, like the the central heist. Not the cent- I guess I guess there's kind of two heists in this. Not, no, I guess there's only the one. It's the one where they go to the the impound lot and the get the cigar,
1: right? Oh, no, no. You're not counting, like, when they go pick up the money? I feel like that's, that's not a heist, because like it's his
0: money, right? They're it's just not. getting his money. Yeah. But I guess the other one's not really a heist anyway. Anyway, I'm talking about when they, when they go pick up the cigar from the car in the, in the impound lot. Brian and Roman get there first, and then you know, the character they call Fonzie shows up next. And then he takes out a gun and only stops when the cops show up. Like, if the cops hadn't shown up, was he going to shoot and kill? I guess, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's fucked up he wants this job he wants this job man well they killed that one guy on the
2: race there there's the guy in the red car who gets run over by that truck. Yeah, and then the trucks oh, don't yes, even they, stop.
0: The trucks don't even stop. No, they.
1: No, they don't care. They murder that guy. That's what we we love tracking that too, and I think we'll eventually do that on a lab. How gratuitous the murderings get, and how little people care. Because like in the first movie, like nobody really like dies in a car. Like car accidents are like kind of a big deal. Yeah. As soon as we get here, and you're like driving out of the thing, and the red car just gets demolished. Everybody's like, "Cool, he's dead." Like out of the race, and they're like, "Oh, okay, cool. I guess we just established that like dying is cool now. Like that's fine." He does kill uh,
2: the the guy in the rival gang in the first movie. Johnny Tran. Vince, yeah, Johnny Tran gets killed by
1: Vince. And it's serious, though. Yeah,
2: he's a murderer.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like it's still like, but that's there's like some gravity to it. Mm. Like in this, level, you just see people dying. You're just like, oh, okay. And then you know, by the time we get to like five and six, there's just like people just dead everywhere. Oh well, because everyone's like, really oh, good fine. with guns by then. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Why?
2: Exactly. Why they're suddenly good with the guns?
0: Because they have to be. Because it makes sense for the story.
1: I I yeah. totally I totally agree with you. What was what was Wes's theory that like as they go, oh, the they Automancers, just like just they the, yeah they're the, auto uh, The fact that
0: they are near cars means that they're powering <laughs> up in like a Dungeons and Dragons style way, where they're just becoming better at everything around them. Just by through the power, so, like of the as cars they, they, they pick drive. up
1: guns, as they pick up guns, they just naturally get better at having guns. Like I over love and over again. Yeah, that's that's Wes's theory on like how these characters get this way. There's
0: a bit of banter in this movie that I think if it came in five, it wouldn't come in five because Mia's around and it's important that she's not here for this. But there's the banter between Brian and Roman where at the Roman's end. no, no, it's in it's in the middle of the movie. I think it's right after they get the cigar and he goes back to the house and Brian's checking out Eva Mendez because Joe keeping yeah. her pants. And I know. I'm <laughs> sorry. Roman's like, why were you checking her out? And he's like, I wasn't. And then it's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he says, I saw you checking her out, or I seen you checking it out. And he says, okay, I was, shut up. And then Roman says, no, you shut up. <laughs> it's a funny back and forth, but I feel like neither is really selling the line. And I feel like it's True. the kind of thing that, like, if it came in five or six, it would be great it can't come in five or six because brian's with mia by that point but like i feel like there's just the chemistry between the characters or the actors or something like it's not there or they're just not feeling it and i feel like it's kind of the same type of thing joe that wells has written in about where it's just there's this, this can't be the the, the take that you want to use like they're I just agree. saying lines and like the writing is fun like it, is... it should be these two guys old friends, you know, busting each other's balls about, like, why are you checking her out? Like, I'm not checking her out, whatever. But it's just so flat.
1: I think that this whole movie is just, like, the the worst Brian acting we get in this series. I'd agree with that. I think one is is much more solid. It Just two, it doesn't seem like he wanted to do this movie. Like, the more I watch it, the more I feel like he just cashed in on this one. Like, he just was like, fuck it. Like, I'll just do it. Like, he, he doesn't seem enthused a lot of the movie. There's parts where he seems like he and Tyrese were, like, actually having a good time, and that shines through, like, near the end. Like, they seem like they're, like, actually buddies, and they were, like, dicking around on set, and, like, they're just, like, coming off of, like, they had a good night or something, and so they're having fun. But there's definitely parts where he's just, like, I don't want to do this today. And, like, I don't give a fuck how it comes out, and that's what we're going to do.
0: And it's a bummer. It's a bummer to watch.
1: The movie in general is flat. And they used camera angles. What's with this above camera angle? Constantly looking down at everybody. This. So I was watching this today, and I, I was. I hope nobody from work listening. But I was watching it at work, <laughs> and. Um, one of my friends came by and he's like he's like watching it like over my shoulder and he watched like the first like five or ten minutes of it and he said holy shit like watching it with no audio because I have my headphones on he's like watching it with no audio like it is so shot like a soap opera like it's just like above and it, like there's like a lot of face zooming right like to get like reaction shots of like face expressions and stuff like that and I have to agree yeah it's, there's it's a lot of really eyes weird.
2: shot like you there's, there's a lot so of close up eyes, of eyes and so and like the eyes. eyes are telling us nothing. They mostly no. look back and forth.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're all just dead. They're all dead eyes, and then they just, like, are, are panning. They're just like, yeah, it's it's nothing, like, s- there's no emotion in them. <laughs> it's just shots of eyes.
0: So I have a quick aside here. As we've been recording, friend of the show, Melissa Lynam, who has been listening and binging and catching up, sent a story that Tammy and the T-Rex, which is Paul Walker's first movie, Yes. He drives in the first time in the movie because this is his first movie. They are recutting it because they found this footage or something. And there's a story in Entertainment Weekly that in the new version, Paul Walker becomes a dinosaur.
2: I'll watch what? this
1: movie. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch it.
0: So it was covered by both Real Bad and also High School Summer Party on our, pod- on our podcast network. I feel like if if it if it gives more Paul Walker and we eventually do get to pit stops, like Joe, we got to cover Tam and the T-Rex. Like this is like breaking we gotta news. We got to do both
1: versions. We got to do both versions yeah. too. Ooh, yeah we could do side-by-sides to figure out, like, wh- how effective is it that he does become? <laughs> yeah, a is it the perfect narrative you know. ending? I, I can't yeah. imagine why it wouldn't be. What if he... Okay, let's hear. Hold on. Based on what Chris said earlier, yeah. and what you we just learned now, what if Paul Walker comes back as a Transformer, and he's like Kit from, like, Knight Rider? Yeah. Oh, just all voice. Yeah, he just all voice oh, like, like, is nervous. the car. No. Like Dom is driving Brian. He's like a, yeah, a Kit. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Ooh. totally. That's a way to do it. So we bring him back, and he's just like, yeah, like, guys, I'm just with you in the car now. And, like, he just is the car. Because Mia is coming back. Cool. How are they going to explain that
2: with Mia coming back, and they've named this baby after this guy who's not dead?
1: Maybe, like, they get sponsored by OnStar, and he just becomes OnStar. <laughs> <laughs> he's like turn left. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mia. Brian. Mia, you're driving like an asshole again. Like I see you all the time. Mia, I loved you from the first sandwich. <laughs> yeah. No one yeah. likes the tuna asshole. I feel like <laughs> I feel like
0: they have to come up with some kind of thing like other than like, oh, he's just watching the kids. Like you I don't know. It's, it's going to be hard to bring back me. I also do want to say, and I think it's very clear for two people who have a podcast about the Fast and the Furious, there are certain things that we want and certain things that we are not going to be crazy about, but we're on board with wherever they go. As long as the movie yeah, is space. committed space, and good, space. Yep. we're on board.
1: Robot yeah. cars. Yeah. Exactly. Transformers, space, Brian becoming OnStar, I'm down for it all.
2: <laughs> I like all of these. Han can come back so our ultimate dream
0: and this is something that I don't this wasn't our idea I think we saw this on Twitter someone said it's about time that we got the trilogy of movies between five and six where it's just a Han and Giselle spinoff It's just three movies about them yes and I
2: love their story
0: that's
1: all I want. Same. I think Gal's a little bit too big for it now with being Wonder Woman, yeah. but God, I'd go see all three of those.
0: But also, this is the big aside from the MCU, this is the biggest franchise in the world. Like, she's big, but she's not, is she too Beyond, big for, yeah. for, to lead, to be the female lead of a, a trilogy about her character that's a spinoff of, like, one of the most successful franchises of all time? Like, I don't think so.
2: I don't think, yeah, maybe you're right. I, I love their sign-off in 5. Uh, she said, don't you want to go to Tokyo? And he goes, not yet. And it's just kind of this wink at the camera, like...
1: We'll get there. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah that's it. We'll get there. Dude, that scene, Ugh. I've never wanted to be Han so bad in my life. She's like, sitting driving on, on the Autobahn. Oh, yep. dude. It's like yeah, that she's movie... She's sitting on his lap.
2: <sighs> With a tr- uh, Charlie Sheen, where he's just driving in a car the whole time.
1: And, he and like, has sex while he's driving a car. <laughs> oh, God. It's incredible. What is that movie? Like, I don't even want to have sex with Gal in the car. I just want her just to be sitting on my lap while I'm driving. But also, you, like, wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't, wouldn't stop even. that. Yeah, Exactly. Hopefully Rachel's not listening. I already got yelled at about you guys Rachel. today. At
0: one point yeah. in this movie, Roman wears a, like, sweatband on his wrist that says the answer, and, like, is that, <laughs> yes, like, is he I like an Allen Iverson fan? Like, what's going on with that? Probably. This is probably Iverson time. Rachel just texted, I can hear you, LOL. So... <laughs> I think this is Allen Iverson, like, time. This has to be around because Yeah, because this time. is, like, right after the Sixers had made the finals a couple years earlier and got swept, I think, right? Like, this is yeah. peak Iverson is everyone's favorite player time, so, yeah.
2: This just goes to show they didn't really care about this movie. They were just letting anyone go on set and do whatever they wanted. Brian could not really care. The script wasn't really working, so they shot it at weird angles. There's no tension, so they just keep punch in, punch in. There's also this weird motif where they keep flipping the, sh- the shot. And they do it twice with the camera, where the camera starts upside down and then the the thing flips. And then Suki does it with her picture Ah. that she draws of a car. She holds it upside down and then flips it. So Ah. I'm wondering, was there more to this script? Was there some sort of flip that happened at some point that we were alluding to? I think they flipped the jump on the bridge too. They do flip now when I remember right it.
0: yeah it's that's, they land upside down they flip it inverted they right side up.
2: And they flip yeah. towards the end as well and she flips the the picture of the car. Huh. Was
1: there more here or was that just they're like yeah and then we'll flip it? I think they this is like this is like kanye doing 808s and heartbreaks that they like discovered something like auto-tune and they were just like fuck it let's keep using it you know what? that's what i feel like a lot of this movie's like like oh that was pretty cool they're like let's flip the next one like that's fucking cool
0: like (laughs) i feel like when you have something like that like you can have as like a visual motif throughout your movie but i feel like it should have some kind of reason yeah of course yeah and there's no reversal here like the the big flip is that Ava Mendez is actually a cop, but that we already know that from the beginning, right? Like, it's not, like... Yeah, we know
1: it from the be- very beginning. Like,
0: if Roman was bad, like, that was, like, mm-hmm. a reversal. Like, that would have been, like, the, oh, like, the... And that, you know, that's when you, like, flip the camera, you're, like, the whole world is literally upside down now. But the fact that, like, nothing of really significance, like, you know, like Chris has been saying, like we've been saying, that the movie's kind of flat, that there's that everything is sort of, not bad, but it's, like, what you expect to happen. The fact that there's no kind of big reveal makes that whole. Idea of this through line of flipping the status quo. Nothing. Have no real payoff.
2: Fun thing that my wife brought up was when all the cars come out of the garage, right before they all came out, she goes, Do they pay all of them? I had forgot that all these cars drive out of these garages. And the truth is, do they pay all these people? Characters in the movie or
0: the extras at on set?
2: I mean, the people in the movie. I mean, the movie world. All these people that have all their cars that oh. might get arrested for helping out. I feel
0: Brian like it's just. Like, race or culture, like, it's just, yeah, we're growing we're like down. Do this. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't think that they're no. I don't think they're actually, yeah, it, it to me, it's, I, I think I'm with Joey here that, like, they were just like, yo, like, it's one of our own type things, you know what I mean? Like, we gotta yeah. go save one of our boys, and like, we would do this for anyone type thing, but it's also Brian who's like, you know, king shit, so because I, yeah. I
0: feel like yeah. we've also talked about in the past, like, what. Are Suki and Tej actually getting booked for like maybe just speeding and like evading the police? Like they don't really break laws.
1: Oh, They're also in like private property. They're coming out of like a garage, so right, like, like they're just in the, they're just in, the cars in a parking lot. For. Yeah, I don't know. They're not like on the highway yet, so it's like very strange. Yeah, Brian really owes them though. He does, he does. us. You owe us. Yeah.
0: Chris, do you have anything else to say about this movie? We've got a couple games to play. We've got one that I cannot wait to figure out what you, what the answer is. But anything else in your notes? Anything else that you want to make sure you talk about about this movie or maybe even just like, you know, the franchise as a whole?
2: I'll say as a franchise, like, I think it's worth investing in. It's joyous. And if you just commit and just go, entertain me. there's mm-hmm. There's few movies that do it better than just pure adrenaline entertainment.
1: That's why I say in like even about this movie, like we're criticizing this movie from like the Fast and Furious standpoint. But if you watch this movie, it's fucking yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Like a car jumps onto a boat, like Tyrese is funny. Like I, I know it's, like you know we nitpick some of the acting and some of the camera choice and stuff like that, but like this movie is still a lot of fun for me. Like it's not like it's it's bad right yeah. like I'll, I'll still rewatch it and not be sad that and i, I think
0: that's it, so. the important thing that people listen to this podcast need to sort of keep in mind the more we watch these movies the more we're going to kind of nitpick things we also keep in mind that we're going to we get
1: critical yeah
0: willingly watching I'm these watching. movies like by choice like
1: we want to we're enjoying these i still watch them when they're on tv and it's not like for recordings yeah. like i still watch like there's a like it, there was a fucking marathon on when I was in Dallas, and I was like, okay, f- I guess I'm watching Fast and the Furious now <laughs> for the next you know six hours because like that's just they're still fun to watch. So,
0: but Chris, anything else about the the, the movie or anything else, or you sort of uh, want to figure out some uh, play some games with us?
1: I say let's uh, head some games.
0: So the first game we're gonna play uh, a long time ago, we had found online a quiz on Zimbio.com, which was which Fast and the Furious character are you? And there were six or eight answers, and the quiz was fun. But we're like, we can do this better. So, as you might have heard on recent episodes, we have our own quiz that we're now going to quiz you, and we're going to find out which Fast and Furious character. Which we actually
1: worked out some kinks up behind the scenes.
0: We've not changed anything, but we know we that anything, all we... twenty answers are gettable.
1: Yes, which we is do. important. We, we we were very nervous for a while that there was some combat, like you just couldn't get some of the characters. Yeah, like
2: the choose your own adventure that just exists as its own answer. Yes.
1: But we found out that you can. There's there's combinations that you can get all of the answers. So so. because
0: there are, and this is again, you know, maybe too mathy and maybe only Wes will care about this, because there's seven questions with six answers each because of all the permutations, there are almost 280,000 possible outcomes, like with all the different answers. Jeez. The most common, we'll just say, I think it should be kind of obvious, the most common person you can get is Dom. Everyone, has at least 2,000 outcomes. So it's not like Doctor Strange, where there's 14 million outcomes, there's only one that works. Like, there are thousands of ways that you can get every character. Yes.
2: And Dom is the one that people get the most. I feel like Brian is the best well, category. Well, based, based on the way that we've weighted the we answered answers. Them,
1: we scaled them, the answers, based on the characters. And okay. we were talking about, like, you know, we wanted to change it to make, like, you know, bring the mean, cl- like, the middle closer together. And we're like, no, but, like, that would change how you, an- like, when you answer it, you get the character that you answered for. I feel okay. it's it's honest in that sense, so. So here we go. Like, when you see the questions, yeah, you'll, you'll see.
0: Seven questions, six answers each. I'm going to read the question and the answer to you. Just pick, it's all multiple choice, whatever best reflects who you are as a person all right question number one how fast are you nascar roller coaster lamborghini murcielago toyota prius vespa razor scooter
2: uh i'm gonna go roller coaster okay yeah good choice
1: question
0: number two how furious are you the hulk kylo ren christian bale on that one set that one time mel gibson charlie brown Jack McBrayer. Uh,
2: I think Charlie Brown. Okay. Oh.
0: We're having a barbecue. How are you helping? Are you manning the grill? Are you saying grace? Kicking back with a beer? Babysitting? Being the entertainment? Or sneaking a snack?
2: Entertainment. Okay.
0: Chris, we've got time to kill. What are you doing? Are you grabbing a bite? Are you working on your car? Are you hanging with friends? Are you drinking a beer? Are you working out? Or are you working on your computer? I'm drinking a beer. Okay. Yeah. So far, I don't know, I, I, I kind of keep the answer hidden, so I don't know, I, this could go a lot of different ways, I'm this not sure fun. who you going to be It could, yet. yeah. You are married, so maybe one of these applies to you, but describe your wedding. I'm never getting married, which, probably not the answer, I would hope.
1: <laughs> Hopefully not. i made a
0: mistake! <laughs> it's just me and my partner, it's us and our families, it's a backyard country affair, everyone I know is there, I don't remember.
2: I'm like Dom, it's me and my <laughs> families.
0: Okay. You just won the lottery. What are you buying? Your own garage? A private plane? You're gonna gamble it all away. You're buying your child at home? A fleet of cars or a new life?
2: That's that's a tough one. My own garage. That one works the best, yeah. Okay.
0: Last question what's your drink of choice? And we know between these first two what you prefer, but is your drink of choice a Belgian ale, Corona, something fruity, water, whatever's cheapest, or just Whatever you're having. Whatever you're having. All right. Easy going. Joe, any guesses? Oh, no. I want to see here. So you are the first person on the new quiz to get this character... Who is it? Is it okay that I'm very excited? You are Brian O'Connor. Whoa! Oh. Oh. So, and just for, for reference oh. sake, Brian is the... He's not... He's actually like halfway... He's middle of the pack in terms of common, so you uh you got kind of one that's not nice super common. Nice permutation
1: you got going on there, yeah. So
0: here's the write-up, as written by Mr. And Mrs. Wes, Wes Hampton. Your confidence might seem misplaced at first glance, but you have the skills to back it up. And if you ever find yourself in a situation you can't drive, punch, or shoot your way out of, your smile and quiet charm will usually do the trick. When it comes time to make a hard choice, you will always follow your heart and choose the path that protects your family. And you drive like the wind. Like the wind blows.
1: blows. Wow. Like those that. are so fucking good. Every time. That but... was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So
0: we've got a we got a couple Doms. We got a Mia. We got a Roman. We got a Ramsey, and now we got a Brian. So welcome yeah. to the family, Chris Malika.
2: Officially, yeah. I can't believe I. I made the joke about Brian earlier. I feel like you—you you are him.
1: I am Brian. That might be why I feel that. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just—you called it. You the Babe Ruth the fuck out of that Brian right there. Damn, Brian. Brian.
0: <laughs> All right. So now it's time to play the game that we sort of snared you. as sort of the honeypot that we got you on this podcast. This ain't no 10 second race. We not doing the car AKA, game. What Isn't that comes the last next? Game? That comes next. Okay. This ain't God. no 10 second race. AKA, oh, fuck, boy, yes. do we have a podcast for you. Game. So, Chris, I want you to go on Twitter and I want you to find okay. any tweet,
1: any tweet that you want,
0: probably from someone who doesn't know you, but any tweet that you think the person who sent this tweet will want to know about this podcast. And so what we're going to do is we're going to send it now from the Too Fast Too Forever Twitter. So instead of at Cage Club Pod, we're going to send it from at Too Fast Too Forever. And all we're going to say is, "Boy, we have a podcast for you. Link to our show page. Hashtag Fast and Furious. Hashtag 2F2F. Take your time, go on Twitter, find any tweet that you think might work. Bear in mind, Joe and I don't know how to play this game very well. We are both very bad at this game, so there's no wrong answers. But once you find a tweet that you think is going to get you likes, retweets, replies, or emails sent to the show, put it in our little
1: Discord chat and we'll go from there. I got such a good one, but it has a slur in it, but I'm just going to read over that. Okay. Okay. It's from Scott Hall in 98 at LoserKid745. You know you care about that woman, but you want to be nonchalant. Finding out she fucking with another person because you said, I thought we was just kicking it. I don't want nothing serious. Now you heartbroken, crying to Tyrese songs. <laughs> Boy, do we have a podcast for you.
0: That is not at all... Where I thought this was going to go?
1: I have no idea how to play this game. <laughs> Nobody has any idea how to play this game. That's the whole point. Yeah, this, it's it can be fast. I'm just trying. I'm trying to, trying stuff. Trying stuff because I'm still in the dark on how we get people to like respond. respond well, that was
0: Scott things. Hall in '98 at Loser Kids Seven Four Five. Boy, do we
1: have a podcast for you? And we'll see if you if like crying to Tyrese songs. Boy, do we have a podcast for you? I like picking ones that, like, make it seem like a robot just, like, searched for Tyrese. You know what I mean? Like, like I want people to think that it's spam. Like, oh, fuck, Twitter bot found me again. You know what I mean? Like, that's my favorite. It's part of my, part of my shtick. I think
2: I found it, but it's not one to really read. Well, it's more picture. Okay, that's, that's fine. fine. That's fine. Yeah, totally fine. Just post it and we can discuss. Uh, well, it. Well, I could read the thing that says, uh, the caption, which is, Why are you sewing in the closet and watching Fast and the Furious?
1: Oh, and there's and there's a girl in the closet sewing, watching Fast and Furious on like an iPad. This is actually really dope. This yeah. is from
0: Lulu Smith Schuster. So instead of Juju Smith, that's Schuster.
1: oh, oh man, she's a woman after my own heart. That's awesome. She loves the the movies that much. She's just
2: sitting in the closet, sewing, watching Fast and Furious.
1: Yeah, and and the Schuster reference, I'm about it. I wonder if she's a Pittsburgh fan. No, Stockton, California. Damn.
0: Alright, here I'm gonna try I'm gonna try this. I'm I'm breaking the, the rule of this tweet. I got at Shelby Kessler on Twitter, Shelbs says, watching the Fast and the Furious, no one talk to me, no one interrupt me. And then she replies, unless your initials are IMG, which I don't know if that's somebody that we know.
1: Maybe like she's looking for memes or like gifs about pictures of Fast and the Furious. I don't know. Why
0: do we have a podcast
1: for you. No, she actually has like IMG heart in her thing, so that's it's, probably her, boyfriend it's her It's her I boo. Guess.
0: Okay, so actually, before we go any further, I, I we didn't check if we got the last episode right. So let's take a look now. Let's take, let's take a look back at the episode, what we did with... Update scores. Yes, yeah. update scores with uh, Michael Dematica well, the Not Her Again podcast. So last episode, Joe, I yes. found at GorgyBeezy.com. Busy on Twitter, man. I want to see Hobbs and Shaw when it come out, but I ain't seen none of the Fast and Furious movies. I'm gonna be so lost. Boy, do we have a podcast for you? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. Joe, you found Yang Yang at icy underscore blath. I don't have friends. I have family. Quote Dom Toretto. Boy, do we have a podcast for you? Nothing. Yeah. Michael found Tatiana at vibrant underscore underscore pearl. My car drive fast as fuck got folks spotting me on the interstate. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Nothing. Mm. Damn. 0 for 3, big swing and a miss last episode. But this ain't no 10-second race.
1: So this worked on me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's the thing. But, but
1: Joey wasn't <laughs> playing the game, But Joey, which is even funnier. Well, I like, the Joey game, got no right, point. I played the game,
0: it. but it wasn't for any stakes. It was just to, yeah. just to be like, oh, oh okay. someone who sees... Like, you're exactly who we want to find on Twitter, because it's someone who's like... Who sees something that has nothing to do with these movies, and your first thought is how can I make this about the Fast and the Furious? Who's yes. the most famous Brian? Well, Brian O'Connor, of course. Like that's not Duh. only one name point yeah. popped into my mind. So I mean that's it's you're the ideal target. It's just that I got you at a time. So Joe, here's the question. So if it's yes. one for a like, two for a reply, or two for a retweet, five for a reply, and ten for an email. What happens if the person we tweet to is a guest <laughs> on the show? I have, n- I have no <laughs> idea.
2: This wasn't... No, this wasn't... No, no, no I'm not saying this one. Like, this
0: doesn't count for points. I'm just saying if it happens again.
1: I'm sorry, you'll be rewarded no points and God have mercy. <laughs> oh, God, I love that movie. I say 50. Okay. Because you you got to scale it up, right? It's like 1, 5, 10, one, 50. It's, it's
0: 1, 2, 5, yeah. 10, 50.
1: Okay. I think, that, I think that's... We, we establish it now. If it happens again, that's what happens. Cool. Okay. Cool.
2: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. If you get invited to that person's wedding <laughs> after they're on your podcast, then you get on And if it. you're the efficient, if you marry her, si-
1: their sister, it's like a, <laughs> a thousand. Yeah, it has to be yeah. a thousand. Because you're in the family. You become family. You literally become family. Yeah. It's <laughs> the goal. That's the ultimate
0: goal of this game. All right, we've got one more game to play. Uh, we have <laughs> listeners email in uh, car pictures to us at family at cageclub.me. Chris, I'm going to let you and Joe try to guess. So here's, the, here's, the ga- here's the game. I'm bad at this i don't know yes. anything about cars
1: very bad at this so
0: very, i very try to describe this. what a car is that someone sent in you guys can ask yes or no questions There are like 20 questions and you're trying to guess what car i'm describing now do you know okay, on a scale on. of one to ten ten being like you should be in an auto body shop right now one being essentially me how much do you know about cars i'm one okay i'm a so one this car. is gonna be great
1: <laughs> okay it's a lot of fun
0: wes sent in a car oh okay I want to see here. So he wrote in an explanation, but I feel like it might be a bit of a spoiler. So I'm not going to read what he wrote. I'll read it later. Okay. Um, but the car is from 1969. Okay. It's driven in... It's from two movies that we have talked about.
1: Okay. Not That
0: has nothing to do with this franchise. Two movies, like two famous movies. The car has been in production since 1964 the The one that Wes sent in from you know five years after was, it started making it started being made. He said, this is the first generation model. He puts in parentheses the best looking ones. And currently, okay. I'm actually not going to give this clue because I think that might be too much of a clue. So but it's still in production. It's still in production. It's American. Okay. Yeah. It is black.
1: Okay. That always helps.
0: If that helps. Um, I feel like I can probably get this very quickly.
1: I think I know what it is. I'm taking a while. I, have a guess. I think it's a Mustang.
0: It's a Ford it's... Mustang Fastback.
1: Yep, I think it's a Ford Mustang. The years lined up for me, and once he said American, I was thinking yep. Mustang. Yep. So
0: it's the the the, the clue. Uh, there's a Sorry. couple different clues here. No, no, no. Like that's it's. I think. See, he wrote it in because you were the he was the only
1: says, one was going to know. I was going to guess Dodge Challenger just because. Well, again, that's not really that car. far, but off. it wasn't. But it wasn't in this franchise. Right.
0: Since we finally saw Point Break, I figured I'd send in a car from there. I half I half expected Johnny to be driving an old Charger or a Challenger, but his old Mustang is close enough. It's actually a little unclear close. what year his is. Is there a some, say, in 70- this one? Some say 69, but they're similar enough that I'm going to say he drove a 69 Mustang in point break because it's the same year and model that was stolen from him and John Wick. And I love Um, that car, even though I'm not a huge Mustang fan. So it's driven by both Johnny Utah and John Wick, two of Keanu's best characters. And the last clue that I did not give um, was that currently he's on the sixth generation. And Wes says he knew so many people in high school with the fourth gen, and those cars look like garbage. I hate They're them. They're
1: terrible. I hate. I knew a kid in high school that had one, too, and I'm not a fan. I agree with you. I think that the blue car of the muscle heads is a Mustang in this movie. No, it's a Camaro. You have a Camaro... And something else. Which one did he say? Well, I
0: wasn't, I wasn't necessarily saying that the Mustang's never been in these movies. But, like, it, the clue weren't, weren't about this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, again, I don't know shit about cars. They might be all over these movies. I just don't know.
1: On the note of You're My Lifespan, I've actually been in a Fastback 69 Shelby GT350 Cobra. Ooh. And it was really, really cool. Awesome. It was an actual one signed by Carroll Shelby in the dash. Cool. It was on the glove box. And it was white and blue. It, it was like, so in, you know, Gone in Seconds, you have the GT500. So that's Eleanor. Like the GT350 was like the little brother to it. But it was also a very fucking cool car. So I think that old Mustangs like this are awesome. And they just came out with new. They just re- re-released the GT350. And the, the gt 500s coming out like this year or something. It's supposed to be monstrous. So I'm excited for it. Awesome. Not that I'll buy one, but it's a cool car. Cool. Yes. So thank you. And I'm again. I'm sorry. I'm, I guess that's so fast. Just but
0: crushing it, Wes. You gotta. Th- you gotta sometimes, send Sometimes uh... no.
1: Wes gets me bad. Sometimes like sometimes like I'm way off and sometimes I'm way on. Yep. There's like no real middle ground here. So
0: man, oh man,
1: I really should yeah. have guessed Wick's car though. I know. Yeah. I was I was gonna say like we yeah. were talking
0: about this before we started recording, but I thought that was too much of a, a clue. But you know whatever. It yeah. is what it is. Uh, but Chris, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thanks for having that guys. was a lot of this fun. Was awesome.
1: Man. I hope you liked it. Thanks for being part. You're officially part of the family. You you are now our Brian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're there. So
0: now you have a movie that you made that's on Amazon Prime for free, right? The Fix?
1: Yes, The Mix, actually.
0: The Mix. I'm sorry. The Mix. What is The Mix about? Because, you know, obviously by the fact that I can't even get the title right, I did not watch it ahead of time. But what is The Mix about for people who want to check out uh, something you've made?
2: The Mix is about a home, a guy who makes cookies at home. He's a homegrown business maker, and uh, he's okay. a good guy who, in order to grow his business, makes some kind of bad decisions, okay. and then Ooh. everything goes wrong.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I it's like a it. dark comedy in 80 minutes, and you'll love the hell out of it. And I love right. that In 80 minutes, yeah, Say, I was just going like to say, that? like, well, no, because we, you know, we watch a lot of the Fast and the Furiouses, and we always say, like, when we get to the front end of the lap, the hour 40 ones are great, because, like, by the time we get to eight, it's like two and a half hours yep. long. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, but yeah, sounds awesome. But check it out, yeah.
0: Which episode of Westworld are you in?
1: Third episode ever is
2: where I established the Westworld universe, so... You're like the I reverse Thanos, go. I guess, right? You're yes! In, you unsnap. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we could build me up to in that show. So that eventually HBO will be like, we gotta bring him back. He's reverse Thanos. Well, this is
0: the most popular podcast in the world, and yes, people find this episode, they're like, wow. Yeah. We never really thought about it, but yeah. Chris Malika, he set he set the baseline for what Westworld is
2: if he didn't turn down Dolores we wouldn't be here today
0: well again thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode thank you for being here and being part of the family Got helping us through not one of the the finer Fast and Furious movies but still one that we adore and one with the beautiful shout out Rachel uh, Ava Mendes <laughs> yeah. we,
2: we didn't
1: talk about her at all was it because she was so good in this movie yes <laughs> she's a great act, like she, her acting is. I think she's the best actress in the whole movie. Honestly, like shit. Yeah, she's she's the only redeeming factor about this movie. I'm sorry we went all the negatives, but yeah, it, perfect.
0: But for all things too fast, too forever, you can go to cageclub.me or facebook.com/slash too fast, too forever or at too fast, too forever on Twitter and Instagram. Email us family at cageclub.me. Check out our Patreon, which now has. The Fast and the Furious Minute, the document, as well as early listening segments of episodes at patreon.com slash too fast 2 forever and come back in two weeks when we continue the walk down memory chain. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And that was Chris Malika, and we will see you in two weeks for the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift Right here on Too Fast, Too Forever.
2: Here we go. Welcome to my world, nigga. Of Cadillacs and stacks. Triple X throwbacks with my name on the back. Uh, I know you see us. You want to be us. With Jam Master J on my Adidas. Plus, I ride around in two seaters. I hope it's cold because I'm coming with my heater. I'm on a feeder
1: doing one day. Can't you tell by my cup I'm pimpin'? And if I hit
2: one time, she's slipping.